And welcome to another edition of FOW Radio. I am Patrick. Uh, right now, Eric, you are in route to uh, the studios over in uh, on a location uh, unknown in uh, Alabama. How are you doing, brother? Man, I'm hanging in there, man. Just got off work, kind of hungry. Uh, before before I get to on location, uh, I'm gonna stop at a Wendy's because I'm really craving some uh, spicy chicken nuggets. So, oh yeah. So you know, spicy chicken nuggets are worth that. Uh, I I I usually I remember when I had those late night cravings of Wendy's, I would get me a little bit of chili, get some French yes. fries, and just uh just get just get nasty with it. Man, uh, that Wendy's chili is so good. Do you often find they would have chili late at night? Because sometimes I would go late at night and they would be like, oh, we can't uh, Well, it depends the area I'm in, right? Um, yeah, well, there you go. True, sometimes so. they kind of like cut the yeah. corners and try to put the stuff away early. And Oh, yeah, sure. we're out yeah. of that. No, you're not out of that. You're yeah. just lazy. Stop it. See, that, I would never see, that's the that. difference, right? That's the difference when uh, the school, I mean, uh, the uh, uh, stores are fully uh, equipped with like high schoolers. Or with oh, like, yeah? actually grown adults. Grown yeah, adults oh, yeah. are gonna milk every second that they can, so you know they can make that cheddar. Yeah, the kids are trying to get like, out I can't early. Wait my sh- yeah, they're trying to get out early. Yeah, kids gotta go vape and play the Fortnite. Isn't that what kids do these days? I yeah, that but, and the Pokemon Go. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, the Pokemon Go thing was and a, listen big to the thing a few years back when I when I did a lot of that. Uh, maybe it's my age, training. or maybe I'm just so like out of the loop. But what the fuck is the walk? We do not want to talk about that unless Tamika's present. Let's go ahead. And I have never heard of this. Unless, so if Mika unless... gets here, she might. Okay. I will. I will allow her to help explain what it is. It is a song that is a very graphic in nature towards female anatomy, um, sang by sang and rapped by two women. So that's what I can explain it to you, but I don't want to on air. I want to be a, I want to be my best to be a gentleman and not say the explicit what the WAP actually stands for because it is an acronym. Speaking what about their gentleman. their um, let's just let's say um, let me try to find ways to say this without using their specific lingo. Um, a well, the word moist kind of comes to mind. So moist buttocks. Moist. No! Are you serious? Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> W-A-P. Yeah, so the P stands for what you would accept. That's what it stands for, yeah. Wet. Um, yeah. Oh, my and God. The whole song is is rapping about, about how good their stuff is, basically. I'm fucking and, dead, bro. <laughs> yeah, watch. Apparently, if you want to know more, you can go and watch. There's a music video that released earlier this week, and that's what it is. And so they just—it's Cardi B and who I who I heard of, but I couldn't pick her out of a lineup. And somebody else rapping, another girl rapping with her, and the whole song is just about how good their stuff is. Um, how good their okay. nether regions are. So it's it's hey, if guys it's an, can do it's it. A, it's that's what I'm saying. It's an adverse. On a lot of you know other hip hop songs where guys have rapped about how good they are, um, as far as their their in bed skills, so that is what this this WAP is to the ladies. 
Female empowerment um, and such. You go, girls. Hey, plus. Well, uh, yeah, so, Eric, I, I hope that you I'm just will, waiting uh, for Morrow to drop a, to drop a reference on a, a recent episode of... Apparently uh, maybe, he did. I saw a thing really? that said it took Ooh, him 26 no. minutes to mention WAP. Oh, goodness. But I had no idea what it meant. Like, okay, or what, what context he used it in, because that doesn't make yeah. sense if he's going to talk about... You know, one of the one of the lady wrestlers. But because um, when I was in when I was in high school, there was a song called "The Walk," and it was like a dance. So I just different. assumed. Yeah, that's no, that's that's entirely different. That's oh, different. This, this, like I said, this is an acronym, so it's entirely different. What a what a day! What a day to be alive. Twenty twenty, yeah. man, it's wild. It's a wild year. Yes, it is. So what ha- what's oh. been happening in wrestling this week? Well, we're talking, I don't know. we're talking about we, pop music. Well, look, look, look. I, I definitely do want to hear uh, Eric's order live on, on the air, so hopefully he'll... he'll Bro, I'm just going to get the two for five, the ten spicy nuggets. You just... Yeah. It's just you get two, you get ten spicy nuggets, two for five, so why would I not want 20 spicy nuggets at 10.30 yeah. at night? Make, make, sure, make sure that the order is nice and clear so we can all hear. Obviously. Uh, I, oh, yeah. y'all want to hear it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, you gotta do it live. You know, how, how many times have, have, have you get the sponsorship, baby? The get air? the sponsorship Literally. dollars. This, this, this. There was that one time we had we yeah. were talking to Shane Strickland, and he was he was driving across country as he or he was driving a few hours as he was moving. Okay, he stopped at a toll booth. He was still talking to us and talking to the toll booth operator at the same time. Okay, we've had stuff like this happen before. You mean yeah. to tell me that I am on a podcast that Swerve was on? Wow, yeah. I'm honored. Um, yeah. I'm honored. I mean, also, e- even people who have been uh, redacted have been on this podcast. Quite a oh, few, shit. actually. Yeah. Um, so. But That's Swerve scary. has been on here. Of course, the Carnies have been on here. They were they were actually calling separate. Yeah. One of them was in a car going to wrestling shows. The other was sitting at home. And and the one of them kept cutting out because he was going through the mountains. And I so his phone kept Carrie. dying on him. That was Carrie. Was di- yeah, was Carrie's phone kept yeah. cutting out on him. So Nick was telling us long stories just to kind of fill in because Carrie wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. At least Nick's a good storyteller, right? Yeah. Probably pretty good, yeah. yeah. Very yeah, long. When, when you when you get him talking, hey, you, you know, before you know, you get a three hour podcast. But then again, you know, who does it these days? We've done that. We've done that without guests. Yeah. 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 No, right. We do that and without we, guests. Can't shut up. Uh, but yeah. It'll be fun. So well, um, while we still somewhat have Eric's attention and he's well, he should be focused on the driving. We can go ahead and talk about New Japan some, so he's uh, yeah, so he can one way. Oh, yeah, sweet Jesus! Thank God. Yeah. All right. So, so all right, New Japan. New Japan. Now, listen, uh, I did forget. No, I did. I did say a week or two ago how you know. Not, no, we were not gonna have the G one because of the pandemic. But you know what? Yeah, well, I, to- I totally forgot that. Yeah, I totally had forgotten that they had already determined that they would have the G one climax yeah. in the fall with the Tokyo Olympics. So, yeah, but see, but they had. I totally had we thought that they were gonna cancel it still. Yeah, well, even though I would, they, see, with the that, Tokyo that Olympics setting it head. off to the side. I have yeah. already forgotten about that. I just totally forgot that they they had moved the date. I still thought it was supposed to happen in the summer. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah so, so no, it was, it was originally scheduled. scheduled. 
Yeah. And it's, it's going to start, I think, in something in like Sept- September. And it's going to end it's in gonna the go middle. September through October. Yeah, yeah. it's going to end in the middle of, uh, of October. Now, I guess the, uh, they're doing a lot of the small announce, towns, though. That's yeah, good. They, they're going to announce uh, all the names uh, after uh, Summer Struggle. It's over. After after the the yeah. Jingu Stadium show, yeah, because right. they, they announced the they dates. Right. They announced all the dates. I assume either after or possibly during the Jingu show, they're going to do like yeah. one of those video packages and announce sure. the people. I assume it's yeah. is still going to be most of the um, usuals, mostly the, well, the, 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 the people that we had in the New Japan Cup, the locals. Maybe yeah. with a few added more, you know, maybe with a few added because I don't know yeah. how travel's going to be then. I don't mm-hmm. know if more people are going to be willing to compete because we still have some people who are Japan local who yeah. have just decided not to partake. Right. And I'm right. wondering if we're going to have a, you know, the last couple of years we've had a larger field. We've had like, the, you know, a larger field of, of combatants for the G1. I'm wondering if this year they're going to scale it back. So that each of the brackets are, have less people, I don't know, but that would be yeah. my guess. Is maybe they'll do that, um, you know. But the we get the G one, which is a big thing still, and it'll of course determine you know what's going on with Wrestle Kingdom, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, going on the rest of the year. Um, yeah. So I'm still so, I'm excited that we still get the G one. I'm excited absolutely. that we have the King of Pro Wrestling coming up, which is which yeah. still seems kind of a weird concept. Got, yeah. Um, but well, the math- that's gonna be crazy. But yeah, I, I definitely look forward to the G one. Uh, it's, it's really a fun tournament, uh, and you know it determines the number one contender for uh, for for the title. Um, so you know, at, I, at I Wrestle Kingdom, see, yeah. So yeah. it's that's the big thing. Absolutely. So you know, but and we how also that... get a lot of other a lot of other great matches. Usually, a lot of other. Sets up other feuds going into Wrestle Kingdom. Um, usually, we get one or two people, you know, that maybe we haven't seen in New Japan before. The last several years, we've had people debut. You know, John Moxley was in the G One last year. Not yeah. to say he necessarily will be this year mm-hmm. because of the travels travel situation, yeah. but he could be. He's still the he's still the IWGP United States Champion. Mm-hmm. Um, but the New Japan Cup. USA could determine his next challenger. Yeah. Um, you know, so, I mean, we have a lot of things going on, which is great yeah. for New Japan. But we yeah. still have a so, lot of different things going on. So speaking of the New Japan Cup USA, uh, so we had the first, uh, the first round matches go on. Uh, very good matches, all of them. Uh, you know, surprisingly, you know, I mean, I guess that's... They were kind of short. Surprisingly. About because, 10 you know, minutes you, or so. We have... A much less, a shorter time, right, uh, on the show. Well, that's you, true. You know, yeah. So, uh, you don't, then you don't an hour for the four friends. matches, yeah. Which is kind, of, which is kind of nice. So yeah, uh, we saw Kenta defeat Carl Fredericks, uh, Jeff Cobb defeating Tangaloa, David Finley defeating Chase Owens, and Tamatonga defeating Brody King. Uh, three out of four for me. I had Brody King uh, winning his first round match. Uh, okay. But I, I, I don't hate. Uh, the brand nearly nearly shaving the Tamatonga there and then he second round. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I that's what it seemed pretty much at least the first round seemed uh, expected. What you would think of who's going to win? You know, Tongaloa is primarily a tag team wrestler, so you don't expect him to excel in singles competition necessarily. 
especially against somebody who's held tag, who's held singles gold in New Japan before. Jeff Cobb being a former uh, never overweight yeah. champion. But uh, I, you know, I mean, I'm excited to see what what this week brings as far as the second round, Kenta yeah. versus Jeff Cobb, and then uh, Tama Tonga versus David Finley. Yeah. As far as those matches, I don't really know who to pick. I think that it. I think that this tournament's Kenta's to win, but right. I'm still not really convinced. I, see, I mean, and I'm, I'm with you on that. And the only reason that I'm going with Kenta versus Finley for the finals uh, yeah. is only because you know the, Jeff Cobb is a free agent, and he's talked about how he, you know, he has signed with a company. Um, oh, okay. Finley, uh, so the the rewards are that he signed with someone. Impact did not make him an offer, uh, which is kind okay. of weird. They did employ yeah. a lot of people from the underground. Um, yeah, but yeah. So, so with that, they, I mean, if I think if they, it's if it's New Japan that signed him a contract, then it would make sense if he were the one to win. Yeah, and uh, and go on to you know go on to whip, beat Kenta and possibly even win the whole mm-hmm. thing. But I mean. It's kind of up in the air, but like I said, when I saw the bracket laid out, it seemed like it was Kenta's tournament to win. Absolutely. Um, just being that he's, I mean, he's fucking Kenta, and yeah. he's a star, and he's been heavyweight and junior champion before. He's a former Never Openweight champion um, in New Japan. You know, it seems like when you look at the bracket of eight, that he's the most accomplished singles competitor right absolutely and i think that uh kenta versus moxley yeah i'm there for it yeah absolutely because you get john moxley as as the as you know the good guy and you get kenta as as bull club so he's right. he's the bad guy who's gonna you know he's gonna come in there and he's gonna come hard but he's also gonna be bringing you know Giotto and Ghetto probably in his corner. So there's going to be little club shenanigans and such. Yeah. Um, well, if they do it in Japan. Well, that's true. Otherwise, I'm assuming that you know Chase Owens will be yeah. there. Chase Owens there and the Gorillas go. will be there to cause shenanigans. Absolutely. Uh, so that's interesting. But, yeah, that'll be fun. Now, another thing that we're going to be seeing on uh, New Japan Strong this, this Friday uh, is uh, the return of ACH to New Japan. Uh, yeah, so he'll be he'll be teaming up with Alex Zane and uh, TJP in six man action uh, against Blake Christian, Mysterioso, and uh, debuting PJ Black. Yeah, so you get some int- I I like PJ a lot, and yep. I'm happy to see what ACH can bring as well. I mean, we've seen what he can bring since since leaving the Fed. You know, right. since, since leaving Jordan Miles behind, we've seen in in person. What he can do here in Atlanta um, with with AWE, you know, he's the, I mean, he's the current GWC champion. You know, those right. days just keep racking up. We're under quarantine. We're not running shows, but the reign of his championship continues to grow. Um, yeah. he, he may end up being the longest reigning, ch- you know, uh, AW, champion AW without you know champion of all times. That's very possible, depending on I, when we run, start running shows yeah, again. I, I don't, I don't know who currently has the longest reign. I, I would assume it's um, Jimmy. That, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Probably right. Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy Rave yeah. had nearly two years, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was there. He, he was champ when I of, got there until Martin. Some of those years blurred together. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
yeah. They all suck. But yeah, that, that's that's going to be an interesting one. And then, of course, a lot of uh, na- and then it's, uh, Clark Connors, who you know, I, I, we've seen these before, uh, teaming up with Jordan Clearwater Bear versus Bear Brown and Logan Regal. Uh, neo names that many people may not be familiar with, but I, I kind of like that we see all these guys, you know, coming out of the uh, out of the American uh, dojo here. Well, so, uh, some of them are coming out of the dojo, and I think some yeah. of them are just guys who, you know, will be featured down the line once the New Japan USA starts yeah. running again. You know, they'll be part of that rest, you know, Mysterioso is part of that roster and TJP. Right. You know, we saw both of those guys compete um, at the show we went to in Atlanta for that yeah. was part of the New Japan USA. So I think some of these guys are guys they're testing the water with to see how they like. Which and, I like. I know. really enjoy that. It, it's, yeah, it's really it's, good it's, that this has opened up a lot of opportunities. And I think, you know, one thing I had mentioned before is, you know, how they build this, uh, you know, new Japan Pro Wrestling America and uh, yeah, the, the brand and you know, you know, build, grow. They they have these names. You know, they they have the names that people recognize. But then you're also bringing younger talent, and you see yeah. the feature on your actual TV and not on 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 your YouTube channel. Um, That's true. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I, I'm all about it. So yeah, yeah it's cool it's- to see. So. It's gonna be a fun, a fun, another fun Friday night. Uh, yeah, up here. I mean, we got two Friday nights that'll be fun because we got, yeah. um, you know, this Friday, and then we have next week will be the finals of the New Japan Cup USA, um, which you you Absolutely. know already predicted as Kenta versus Finley, and I would I would second that prediction as Kenta versus Finley. Um, I was a little surprised that Juice wasn't part of this tournament. But I guess he might be staying away, still trying to social distance. Uh, is he, is he in the states? As far as I know, if he's in the states, yeah. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, you think he might be in Japan and just sitting on his thumb? Uh, no, I, I thought maybe he was with a girlfriend in 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 the Europe. His girlfriend's in the Europe. May I mean maybe I didn't know he was yeah. dating anybody. I, th- I thought he was dating Tony Storm. Is it, is Eric can Eric confirm or deny this? I honestly do not know. Do not That's know if Juice Robinson. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought it was. If it is, go him. I thought it was confirmed. I know, right? A plus. I go, mean, go Juice. I, Juice. Look, I Juice. saw. I saw a. Uh, I, I saw a a uh, post on. I can't remember about them or tweet. them together no. or something. He, he was like. Holding her, they were like kissing, like hugging, kissing. kissing, kind of or something. Okay. Like, well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't boy CJP. I mean, Juice could be there. I don't know. You know, CJ Parker. Yeah, CJ, the CJ, the former CJ Parker. Um, I don't. I yeah, I don't. I've never heard of anything about that, but that could also explain why he's not wrestling if he's in Europe with his lady. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just got. Breaking news about AEW. <laughs> uh oh. Um, we'll, we'll save those we'll, for. Uh, we'll let you save that for a few minutes yeah. from now when we talk yeah. AEW. We need that driving. And uh, yeah, have you, you ordered yet? How long does it take to get to Stinking Wendy's? You have to like yeah. cross borders or something. I'm leaving now. Actually, y'all were in the oh. middle of a heated. We were in the middle of a thing, and so he just. And I didn't want to interrupt with just. Can I get? So yeah. 
And well, I get one of these yeah. and one of these and two of those and three of those and that, one of these right. and small. Uh, but yeah, the, um, Take it's, four. It's good. I want four nuggets, not six. Take mm. two of those nuggets and shove them up your ass. That's Damn, that shit hit too. That's exactly what I needed. Is that Tony well, Storm in that picture? It is Tony Storm in that picture. Okay. I mean, she's well, the one that posted it. On oh, the there Insta- you go. On the Instagram. If you, if, like, if recent, you like recently or several weeks ago? Um, like recently? This was posted back in June. Okay, so not super long ago, but, you know. She posted another picture of, you know, of them two holding each other by the lake. Uh, last okay, week. so maybe th- maybe they are together then. That's interesting. That's an interesting couple, but. Yeah. From everything I hear CJP about... CJP just became my favorite Jesus. wrestler. I was going to say, everything I've heard about him, he's like super cool, awesome dude. Like, And I granted, I met him in a, I met him at the meet and greet and, you know, talked to him for 10 seconds. But yeah. everybody says, yeah. you know, everybody used to say, even in NXT days, like how awesome he was and how underrated he was and how great he was, just how cool, like of a dude and all this. So if everything they say he is, congrats to he and Tony. Yeah, they should seem they seem like a happy couple. Um, the only totally, thing I remember I, about him in NXT was him getting his him breaking Kevin Owens's nose. Yeah, with a shote, with a shote, yeah. no less. The, the the upward palm strike broke Kevin Owens's nose on Kevin Owens's debut. Um, so, and then Kevin rebroke his nose when he hugged when he hugged Sammy before power bombing him. Um, sad days. No, well, you know, I I, I mean, I like. I mean, yeah, I hear that he's yelling in the ring and annoys the heck out of me. You don't like his yelling? I think it's hilarious. <laughs> it really no, is kind of pretty hilarious. Like, he stopped, he toned down on it as far as the profanity. Because at first he would, like, he would just, like, when he had, like, when he fought at Wrestle Kingdom versus Cody, he was just, like, screaming, Motherfucker! Yeah. yeah. Like, his voice is kind of high pitched. See, what like he now said, he's toned down yeah, on it. I didn't care about that. It, it just it annoyed Jeez. the heck out of just Jeez, to, then, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm glad that he got rid of that hair. So. Yeah, he cut his hair shorter. That Well, see, and that was part of his feud with Moxley. Like, that was, like, yeah. him changing the whole thing and build up with him and Moxley I thought was great because they talked about, like, Mox being kind of a – a mentor of his in NXT, a mentor, even like an idol. Cause he was like, yeah. I dreamed of living these kind of these, uh, independent, you know, road trips that these guys had. And I never had that. And so that's why he mm-hmm. wanted, that's why he ultimately left and went to new Japan. Cause it's like, I want to build my own legacy. If, if WWE is not going to do anything with me, let me go out and live my life yeah. and, and build these Listen stories. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah. enough about juice. He's not really featured right now. Um, King yeah. of Pro Wrestling. Uh, King of Pro Wrestling. They have, the, they have, the, they have okay. the four matches announced. They have, they have the four matches yet. now, and no, they, they well, they haven't announced which are going to be the uh, the official which, but we have the option. Yeah. So Okada versus Takahashi. You hear Takahashi? Uh, yes. And Okada wants a handicap. Three on one. Three on one yeah. handicap match with Jado and Ghetto joining. Yeah, I remember that and... because because Okada called him out on that. Right. He announced yeah. that you... after one of the events. And Yujiro uh, wants a lumberjack belt match. 
belt, so, okay? Because Jado, guess, because yeah. Jado's been using the belt, or Ghetto's so, been using the belt. So lumberjacks okay. can can hit people with belts. Uh, belts, okay? Yeah. So that that's the first. Then show that's versus Sonata. Show versus Sonata, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Show uh, wants a singles match with a just a just a traditional singles match. Yeah, it looks like that's what. He, yeah. Okay. He just wants. Does, it looks like. What maybe, does Sonata maybe, want? A submission match, maybe. I guess. Because sure, last sure, I sure, saw, yeah. like, the types of matches were announced, but not the the stipulations that each person wanted. I, I hadn't seen that yet. Yeah, I, I haven't heard about one submission for that one. Uh, okay. So I think submission uh, is is a possible here. I don't believe the dev specifically said theirs, uh, but yeah, submission match I think will probably be. Uh, a mutual one between these guys, but who knows? Maybe the show will want just a straight-up regular match. Uh, yeah. Yano versus Bushi, that's a match I'm glad I'm going to skip. A shenanigans um, match, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. What can you come up with, right? Uh, so, uh, the, again, not, not one has been uh, announced to you either as far okay. as stipulations, but uh, I'm assuming that maybe uh, a no, no countouts. Maybe might be involved yeah, here no with you know, yeah, no, something. yeah, yeah. Because uh, we'll see if you remember correctly. At one of the, I don't know. I know you sometimes skip the multi-man tag matches, but mm-hmm. during the trios tournament, the way that the team, the chaos team featuring Yano, beat the Lij team was by tying the Yano actually undid some of the. Uh, the shoelace string on Bushi's mask and tied it to the guardrail. So Bushi was essentially tied by his mask. So it was either, right. you know, pop your mask off and come in or right. sit there and get counted out. So maybe, so, yeah. like you said, Bushi maybe does a no countouts match mm-hmm. and maybe Yano tries to do something that would, you know, Yano is always wanting to do what's easiest, what's yes. the least physical. You know, right. so so maybe he does some. I wouldn't say he would do a no disqualification match, because that would open it up to him getting beat up a lot. You know, so I would think that he would want something silly. You know, yeah, no turnbuckles uh, match or something. And then this one, you you'll love this one. Uh, Kojima yes. versus Desperado uh, is yes. the last of the four matches, and uh, we know that Desperado won uh, after calling. Uh, Colin Kojima, hey, Stan Hansen, wannabe, uh, oh, announced yeah. that he was going to choose a finisher-only rule. So the only way to beat your opponent one, two, three in the mat is by first to hit hitting your, your finish. finisher. So no finisher means you can't, you can't do loco. You yeah. can't even pin somebody if you don't hit your so, finish. Okay. So what Kojima has will choose that he has not that decided yet. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so it looks like uh, we're gonna have. Well, uh, if if Despy calls Kojima uh, a Stan Hansen wannabe, that's because Hansen is the one. The, the story is that Hansen is the one who taught Kojima the lariat. Mm-hmm. So Han- so so of all the people that do the lariat, Kojima is the per- Kojima is the true heir of that move because Stan Hansen taught him how to do it. 
he didn't just copy Hanson and start doing it on his own. That's why he only does it with a right. And every once in a while, when he does it with a left, like the left arm is the dead arm because Stan Hansen was left-handed. Mm. So yeah, so that's gonna be a, an interesting. Uh, yeah, but it's interesting. So that'll be on the twenty. That'll be before Jingu. Yeah, so all four of those matches happen. The winners of the 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 winners of those matches will then fight in a four way at the Jingu Stadium show on the twenty eighth, twenty ninth. I can't remember. Uh, twenty twenty ninth. Yeah, I believe so. Is it twenty ninth? Yeah. Um, let me see, because we have a show on the twenty sixth. We have a show on the twenty ninth. It's the 29th, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. that's back. Yeah, we're in Jingu on the 29th. Yeah. We have a show on the 26th and the 27th. So, um, there you go. So, yeah, the so the show on the August 29th has already been set in addition to the yeah. finals of the uh, King of Pro Wrestling uh, 2020. Uh, we also will have Evil defending his championships against Naito. Uh, and the um, uh, the dangerous techers will be uh, defending their on no, they will be defending. They will be uh, challenging. Wait, hold on. Who is the champion now? I keep forgetting. It's them or is it the Golden Which, Nation? The tag team champion. No, it's uh, it's the dangerous techers. Okay, are the champions? I, right I couldn't now. remember. They, I feel like they flip flop the belts a couple of times for some reason. Just probably because they've wrestled many other times. They only yeah. well they the Golden Aces were champions. Dangerous Tigers beat them for it, and that was the all they flipped back and forth. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So they're gonna be uh, wrestling uh, for the championship, uh, and then of course uh, as it was announced before, uh, Hiromu will be defending uh, his IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship against uh, Ishimori, uh, and uh, then we're gonna see another openweight championship here as. Shingo will defend against Minoru Suzuki. Uh, that, so that will yes. be interesting. Yes. There, um, yes. Of course, the, uh, that, that's going to be really fun. Uh, and then, of course, the finals of King of Pro Wrestling 2020. And then uh, opening the show, what I mean, uh, what I figure will be Master Wato versus uh, Kanemaru here. Yeah, that's probably it's probably the opening because it's not for a championship of any yeah. kind. Yeah, but uh, I believe. Uh, so what do you th- what do you think of the going. what do you think of must what do you think of Master Watto um, since his return? You know, I, you know, I like the gimmick kind of surprisingly so because uh, I, okay. I, for some reason I'm not very much into the very colorful characters of Me Japan. You know, okay. I'm more for like yeah, the serious strong style when, when yeah. I. When I go, when I think of New Japan, you know that's where I like to get my my my. Yeah, sport, you think of you know? Goto Ishii, you think of those kind right. of guys. Yeah, versus as opposed to Yano and you know Hiromu. And yeah, stuff. yeah. So yeah, but no, I I do I, I kind of do like it. It's very different, and it, it, it seems to be working for him. Um, you know, I I, I definitely want to see more. Uh, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so far I like what I see. I, that's me too. And I didn't, you know, I wasn't watching long enough ago or paying enough attention to the young lions then to see him as a young lion, to see Kawada right. as a young lion. So I don't really know much about him. 
you know. But what I'm seeing so far, I'm enjoying his strike combinations. You know, his his tornillo is you know is really good as well. Um, so so his high flying, his strike combinations are are looking really good. And the fact they paired him with Tenzan is kind of unusual. But I you know it's Tenzan going, hey, you know this is a young guy. I'm not going to let you just push him around because he just came back. It's an unusual pairing, but it, it kind of makes sense in that respect where Tenzon wants to mentor the young guys and, and still help them even after they've returned from excursion. And, you know, cause I mean, you could tell by his face that he's young. You could tell that yeah. he's probably early twenties. Um, you know, so he's still got a long ways to go before I think he's probably top level, you know, but I mean, he's obviously a junior heavyweight. So, I would expect when, if they do, you know, a best of super juniors this year, I would expect him to be featured pretty well, but mm-hmm. we don't know if we're going to get one of those in 2020 or not. Um, yeah. We, we don't know a lot about getting anything. In. Well, that, that's, that's the biggest problem with uh, these uncertain times, as they say, yeah. is we don't know what we're going to get. Yeah. So, but that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be interesting. I, I'm looking forward to the show. Uh, and we're only what two weeks away, a little over, a little over two weeks away. Uh, yeah. From, from summer struggle in June. From the first show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be fun. Uh, can you remember what day of the week that is? That's uh, uh, the 28th. Is a 29th is a Saturday morning. Maybe you may 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 or may not step for that. I don't watch any of the stuff live. I haven't haven't watched anything live from New Japan in I don't know how long. I always watch like I watch it when I get up in the morning with with the young one, um, mm-hmm. and her and I will watch it together. You know, so I get up. You know, when she gets up and we get up together. And if there was a New Japan show that day, by the time she gets up, the show's usually over mm-hmm. as far as live, so we can watch it on demand. Because um, they pretty much put them up on demand, almost instantaneously. Um, so like we watch that, we watch it together and watch it in the morning. Um, but I haven't watched anything live in. Ooh, goodness, I I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. I didn't even watch new. I didn't watch Wrestle Kingdom live. I waited till the morning to watch that. Yeah. Well, it's good. I don't know. We will see what happens. Uh, lastly, so so you know, Eric can finally, you know, care about. Can get ready to join today. us in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we give him time to eat all his twenty chicken nuggets. That's it. His um, twenty ch- spicy chicken nuggets. Spicy chicken nuggets. Yeah. Who knows? That was, that, I, that was like five minutes ago. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't know I don't know how Eric can handle his spiciness. He may need to take a restroom break. There you go. So, yeah. All I eat is spicy food. Way. Just let us know if you have to go out and you know blow yeah. it up for a minute or something. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, we don't, we don't uh, want you to talk to us while you're blowing it up. Yeah, la- last yeah, we, although you would not be the first person to do the podcast while in the bathroom. Uh, yeah, can't can't say that'd be a first either. Uh, okay, yeah. so um, yeah, so lastly, uh, the finals of the uh, never uh, never openway six main championships uh, yes. was a. Uh, Basically, all an, all, a very chaotic yeah. final match. There you go. Very members, chaotic finals, yes. Six, six members of Chaos uh, were the finalists as Goto, uh, Ishii, uh, and uh, Yoshihashi. 
uh, defeated Okada, Sho, and Yano uh, to become uh, the new champs, uh, the 21st ever champions. Oh, my goodness, this bill has changed hands 21 times. It's just crazy. Uh, but yeah, and if I if I remember correctly, this is Yoshihashi's first ever New Japan Championship. Well, and that was why it was such a big deal right? at the yeah. end with him giving the speech. As Yoshihashi has never, he's been, he's always been the like basically the little brother of all the veteran members of Chaos. Of you know, always Yoshi, the bright never the bride. Absolutely, they always win championships, and he was there to support them but never winning a championship himself. So this was his first championship. That's why they gave him uh, such a big reception. Okada put the belt on Yoshihashi, and they let Yoshihashi speak. You know, that was – they were all happy for him to finally hold championship gold in New Japan for wrestling. I'm not a big Yoshihashi fan. To me, he's kind of boring. He's kind of flat. The gimmick is kind of – he's been playing it for too long. It doesn't need to be anywhere. Stop carrying the cane and the weird jacket. Just glad he got the haircut. That was, yeah, another you guy whose hair I didn't care. I, you know, it always looked like a wig to me. Yeah, yeah, it kind of still does a little bit, but um, so they they yeah, so the chaos team of Haruki Goto, Tomohiro Ishii, and Yoshihashi are the never open weight six man tag team champions. Yoshihashi yeah. winning his first championship belt. Um, hopefully the way that they presented this championship tournament and the way they presented the finals and the, the presentation to the champions, hopefully that means that these belts are on the up because for the longest time, they just, they've just bounced around from person to person to person to person. And they've been on the opening show and at wrestle kingdom, they were in a, you know, it was like a gauntlet style match that was still part of the pre-show. Like, I'm not saying that you need to put this high on the card in Wrestle Kingdom, but these belts have been an afterthought, and I think that now this is the start, hopefully, of them putting these belts in a bit higher prominence. Right. Yeah. It's it's gonna be uh, interesting. Uh, but yeah, so Eric. Hey. All right. Are you ready to talk about some all elite wrestling? Uh, I'm ready to talk about certain aspects of all elite wrestling, yes. Perfect. Which aspect would you have like to tackle on first? I would love to talk about my favorite female wrestler making her in ring debut for all elite wrestling. On the wrestling. YouTube channel. On the YouTube channel. Because we oh. can't put women on actual TV. We can't. Just three minute squash match. Yeah. So. Well, if I miss yeah, if you include the uh, introduction and whatnot. But. Yeah. So, yeah. Rachel Ellery made her in ring debut for all of the Unsuccessful. Unsuccessful in. Yeah, unfortunately. Hold on a second. I have to scream for my dog. Okay. Um. <clears throat> So yeah, I'm kind of still weird, not weird, but I'm kind of still confused as to why they would team her up with Dasha, but as Danger told me, that's the luck of the draw. It sucks, because Dasha was... 
was like it looked like it was one of her uh, first wrestling matches. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, to put it nicely, yeah. Um, Rachel looked like a star though. Um, as she and, does, as she does. And Evie, Evie looked mm-hmm. good, and so did uh, Diamante, which I thought was absolutely hilarious that she's still wearing her LAX gear. Um, because I figured Impact would have a trademark on LAX, but or um, Diamante for that matter. Yeah, or Diamante. But well, remember it, it, when Impact? Uh, I think like one or two uh, rebrandings ago, uh, they they <laughs> did the whole thing about hey, you know, you build your character, you can take it wherever you want. That's why. The whole That's thing right. with, with with Broken Matt Hardy, he was able to take that character into the WWE. Uh, kind of. So yeah, that that's what that's what that was all about. So it, okay. I guess they can th- they can you know they she can thank WWE for that one, right? Because it really they they they're the ones that made it happen when they took like a third of the roster from Impact back in the day. True, true. So, um, but I'm honestly very excited. I hope. Um, that it leads to a contract, um, because Rachel deserves to be seen on every single television show in the world, because uh, she is just fantastic. Um, I have not seen her match with Penelope because I actually can't sit through dark because I don't know. You can skip. Any. You can skip around it. You know that, right? Yeah. You have to watch the whole thing. You can see. I, I do that. I, I do that. Every, oh, not every Wednesday, because sometimes I even skip the whole show. But when I do watch a show, I uh, I, I I used to fast forward. It's so very good. It's just friendly. too much work. I, I'm 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 to the point of the being the millennial that doesn't want to do the lazy. Yeah. Okay. I was like, wait, is that somebody else talking, or is that just somebody making lazy. fun of me? No, no, yeah, that's, essentially, that's, I'm lazy. It is another person talking and making fun of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am lazy. I don't want to fast forward. I don't care enough to fast forward. So I'll wait for it to be uploaded um, just by some random YouTube user, I'm sure. But I, I heard it was a kind of short match anyway. So, I mean, it is what it is. AEW doesn't care about their women. But. That's a discussion for another time. Yeah. Well, speaking she was also of, there to essentially put over somebody who was signed. Now, now speaking no. of women, so, do we know if she will be signed or if she has been signed? I, no. We don't know yet, no. To my knowledge, no. I mean, so, as far as we know, just, she could they're go still using a lot of people that aren't signed, yeah. Right. Well, there's a couple yeah. of openings on the roster now, so... Well, some people, yeah, women and men, apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay, well, I, I hope Rachel finds a home somewhere because she definitely deserves a home. Uh, but I don't know. I feel like, you know, if you think about it, right, there's impact. I mean, I mean, Ring of Honor used to have a women's division, right? Um, yeah, until they tried they to screw te- Kelly Klein out of her title. They, techni- they technically still do. They just don't. Have a champion because Kelly took that belt home. Do they have a? Do they have a roster? They I have think a beautiful people. Madison Rain right? still there. So and no, Madison's Session, impact. Well, no, Session, impact. The other Session one Moth. Is. Session Moth is Jesus. there. 
<laughs> well, she's got like seventeen personalities, so there, there's your, there's your. And uh, then they still they still have a handful of women, but their champion, yeah, Kelly Klein is their champion, and they fired her. And then half so the, the okay, half so the women got, were in the Me Too. They have uh, Angelina yeah. Love, Jenny Rose, Kellyanne, okay. Mandy Leon. Oh, Kellyanne, Mary yeah. You guys said Manic, oh my God. and uh, and Man- Maria Manic, yeah, right. and Sumi Sakai still, yeah. And mm-hmm. I- I'm sure that we're gonna also get Maria. You know, there. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she never wrestled when she was there before, though. No. Well, she I had mean, a mixed they, tag or two, but but she's part of the roster. Right. Yeah. She's part of the roster, but she never really yeah. she wasn't part of the women's like roster. No. She was a manager. Right. We could only hope that Mike and Maria grace us with their presence on Ring of Honor television. <sighs> I did not you realize know. that Amy Rose was uh man the, the manager of valet for La Faction in Gobernable in Ring of Honor. Because she Amy was Rose. managing Kenny King. And uh, so she, once Kenny King joined them, she manages them now. You know Amy Rose personally. She was at AWE a lot. Oh, okay. It's a just, second. Just when I think I want to like something, somebody has to come in a room. You because thought you liked King, that Ring of Honor roster? It's okay. He thought he liked the, the faction, but Kenny King is part of it, and Kenny King oh. is boring. Nah, hey, well, I mean, him too. But you don't like Amy? Nah, I'm not a fan. I'm not sold. She does. She does her job well enough to stand to stand there and look attractive. And, she and uh, she does a very good job at having a job in wrestling. I mean, <clears throat> she is for the longest time. She was the queen of hustle because she was working Ring of Honor. She was working anywhere and everywhere in Florida. She would travel yeah. all over the place. She would work Ring Girl. She would work uh, Ring Announcer. She would work Timekeeper. Anything and everything until finally Ring of Honor gave her a full time position. Right. And now she's yeah, she was did a couple things for them as, you know, a timekeeper and stuff, and now she's yeah, manager for Kenny King. Um and with Kenny King joining La Facion in Gobernable, um, she's essentially their manager. Yeah. She took jackets at Fest. That was fun. Yeah, that, that's what I'm that's saying. True, yeah. She was she was ring girl there at a lot of places. Yeah, she uh, she kept very busy. I mean, yeah. kudos. Right? I mean, that, that, I was gonna say good that, for her. That's I what mean, I'm saying. That, she that, was the queen of hustle for a while, literally going anywhere and everywhere, um, and doing anything and everything. If they needed a ring announcer, if they needed a, a ring attendant, she was there. She was there. She was there. Um, so she did yeah. all that until she finally got a job somewhere and. You know, yet again, like you said, kudos to her. She was hardworking, and now she's got herself a, a full-time gig. I mean, uh, that that's how you do it. She's, uh, I mean, she learned from the best, right? Because uh, good friend of the show, Trevin Adams. Uh, look, he he he's a hardworking man. He's doing everything. Yeah, anything and everything. Anything and everything. He does shows, right? Which, yeah, yeah. Uh, so okay. Um, so yeah, speaking of the women of AEW, when did um, Ali join the Nightmare 
uh, club or whatever they called them. They joined her and Brandy joined together, but it was like a. It was because cute. It was because QT Marshall and Dustin Rhodes were together. So they're a cute couple. So Dustin and QT were working together, and and Brandy was managing them as part of the Nightmare family, and Allie kind of like kind of got QT to start liking her, and so QT was allowing. Allie to come out to ringside with them as well. And Brandy and Allie were kind of, they didn't really like each other, they didn't really like each other, but then they started teaming together because of their, this affinity with the teaming, you know, managing the same team. And eventually it started working together, and now they're kind of friends. Mm. Poor Allie. Yeah, that, that that one surprised me because yeah, last time I it was, I, I saw it was over several weeks. Yeah, it was okay. over the course of several weeks. I, yeah, it must have been the weeks I skipped. Probably, or yeah. maybe some of it happened on dark. Possibly, yeah. Poor Allie. A, a lot happens in the dark. Um, yeah, yeah. Did they ever explain why she like split from Butcher and Blade? I don't. <sighs> I don't remember why, but I, I mean, there was a, there a, reason. Was a whole story behind it, I would assume, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I well, it's still talking about the women of AEW. Uh, two women are not with AEW no more. Those are Bia Prisley and Sadie or Sadie Gibbs. Not like um, yes. Who are... Well, they hadn't uh, been used in a while. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming they're also it, it, you know, back in the UK still. Um, uh, that would possibly be a good thing, too, yeah. And, still in the UK. It, and it looks like they have also made uh, Jimmy Havoc's uh, leave of absence a permanent one. As he has also I do believe I saw yep. that earlier as well, yeah. See so that. it's Jimmy Havoc as well. And it, I believe it comes to the whole being on the red acted list. Yep. Um, with Jimmy and with Sadie and B, I B, I know Jimmy, I know, and I think Sadie was kind of there with association with um, some of the others. Uh, with with B with B and uh, and and Jimmy and stuff. So, yeah, apparently that's where they're going. They are no longer employed. I mean, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to eliminate the scum of wrestling, right? So I mean, that's like, it. That's it. Get get the bad people out. I no. want to enjoy wrestling, not wake up every morning and look at Twitter and see this person did this and this person did this and this person did this. So, so we so so I I, I get this now. So after watching this week's Dynamite, which by the way uh, had a subpar or underwhelming. Uh, underwhelming is the right word. Match mm-hmm. for me. Uh, yeah. As, uh, both tag matches were very, uh, uh, very, very disappointing. Both the, uh, the okay. champs versus the uh, Jurassic Express and the Young Bucks versus um, versus the who they fight the Dark Order. 
Uh, which, yeah. man, uh, Stu, every time I see Stu Grayson from the back, I confuse him with Angels. I know Angels has a mask. Grayson doesn't. I, I always... But confuse. they're very similar. I can see yeah. that. They're very similar-ish, yeah. But uh, if the tag team matches board you, then, then Dave must be wrong because Daddy Dave says that the tag division is the best he's ever seen in his entire life. Well, Uncle Dave. I mean, Uncle Dave. yeah, that that he probably says this because while they take time away from the women, they use it to bring back the uh, the the uh, Rock and Roll Express and Arden Tully. Yeah, I mean, tell me how we're separate from WWE. <laughs> um. So and, and not only that, they, they spend like five minutes in the backstage segment with Mike Kyoto. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he, he's the referee. I yeah, we got to show. He's got the rub, bro. He's got the rub. He's Thirty plus years of wrestling. Look, he's got he, he's got what he's got because of where he worked before. All right, so yeah. Uh, still, uh, little niche is better, uh, in my opinion. All right. The yeah. hardest working man in showbiz, uh, but yeah, um, quite the, uh, the the heavy focus. While well, you have this big tournament for the women on your YouTube page. Yes, you highlight this on your TV. I mean, yes, yeah, yeah. I don't get it. Nope, there's nothing to get. They just don't. Apparently, I saw a thing today that said Tony Khan just hates women's wrestling and doesn't understand why it needs to be on television. So, eh. Yeah. Well. All right. Yeah, and then that match. Okay, I I, I skipped the whole debate thing. With by the way, did we talk That's about funny. Eric Bischoff being on on on? On dynamite last yeah, week. Yeah, we we did. Yeah, we did. Okay, I can't remember. A lot happened between this week and last week, but man, this match was also another subpart match, and that funky ending with the funny kind of lock into a pin looked a little slow for me. I don't know. Okay. I don't even know if you guys watched it. If you guys didn't, don't. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know why people like to brag about AEW and its ratings. Um, I mean, the highlight of the show was definitely Cody and, uh, Scorpio Sky. Uh, so kudos to them for actually having something worth watching. Uh, hopefully Kenny can redeem himself. Uh, when they eventually lose the belts against Paige, and then they can he can continue to have his uh, five star matches. Uh, but yeah, uh, interesting, interesting here. Impact Wrestling. Uh, did I say Impact? Man, see that that's how bad this place is. I'm calling. Yeah, you're right. Impact. Impact was interesting this week. Did you have any other points about AEW? No, just they finally did something right by hiring somebody that deserved a, a contract. Who? Oh, I'm sorry. Showcasing somebody that has a contract or needs a con, whatever. Words are hard. I worked eight hours today. I'm tired. 
Hey, Let's try that again. We're, we're, they highlighted we're, somebody that deserves a contract. There we go. There you go. Uh-huh. Wars are very hard. Um, yeah. I'm also trying uh, to stop my dog from chewing himself. Well, you know, that'd be a good thing. Um, so, the way you in there ask what's going on in the world, in the Canadian world of Impact Wrestling. Good stuff. It looks like we're going to get a Moose versus EC3 feud. Um, which is going to be interesting. Moose versus EC3? Yeah. For the title, that doesn't matter. For the TNA World Heavyweight Championship, because EC3's got to break what, uh, break his past, and that's part of his past. Um, part of his past is Moose? Yeah, because Moose or got the, the briefcase. Championship. Moose got the briefcase, the Feast or Fired briefcase, and took it from EC3. And he got the world title shot, and EC3 got fired. Uh, um, and then we've got Machine Guns in the North, which is going to be... Rematch, yeah. Yeah, so, so this is part of the two-night event on Axis that yep. emerges, right? Yep. Yeah. All right, yeah. So, um, gonna be, so, that, that's gonna, so we're going to have couple, that, that rematch, uh, and finally we're going to see the Good Brothers... Uh, against Ace Austin Ace and Austin Madden and Fulton. Fulton. Yep. Um, so that that should be entertaining. And then uh, Chris Bay versus uh, Raju versus TJP uh, mm-hmm. for the exhibition championship. Which Raju already said he's going to throw the match for Chris Bay. So it's going to be a quote-unquote two-on-one handicap match. But, right. you know, when titles are involved, that's never never really the case. Yeah. Uh, Kylie Ray uh, and uh, Taya going to be a good one. Uh, going to be wrestling as well. Uh, House Wrestle House. <laughs> Speaking of, it's it's it, like it's it's literally just a mockery of like reality, reality TV, TV with wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. Um, so it's usual then. Essentially, uh, yeah. It's like Big Brother, but they're making fun of Big Brother. Um, is this like Big Brother meets uh, Legends House? It's like Big Brother kind meets of real it. world, kind of. Just and then Tommy Dreamer just pops up and screams match every now and then. Um, <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Sue so, Susie had a date on Wrestle House with who? Uh, cousin turned uh, out to cousin be Jake. one of the one of the Deaners. Yeah, cousin oh. Jake Deaner. She had the runs. Right. She literally had to run during the middle of her date. Well, like, Alicia told her that if she didn't like the date, that she should just make up an excuse, like, she has the runs. So they, like, started their date, and she just kind of looks at him, and she's like, I have the runs. It was, it was funny. I love Sue, Z. But there was a, there was a little flash of a, a former undead bride, so... Let me know when that happens, and I'll tune in. And then um, I think another emergence match is uh, Jordan well, Grace. This is the headliner of night two, and the overall headliner, in my opinion, is going to be Grace versus Perazzo in a 30-minute Iron Man Iron Woman, Woman match. match. Yes. Well, yes, yeah, sir. Okay. That should be interesting. I, like, I still feel like that first match was slightly a little clunky. Um, yeah. So, uh, but I'm definitely giving these uh, another ch- another chance. Um, and yep, I I look forward. I think I may uh, 
I may check that one out. Uh-oh. Let me check a couple of shots out from merchants. Uh-oh. I'm not going to watch the whole thing, so don't get yourself all up in a... Let's not get crazy now. I mean, no. And um, Brian Myers made his debut facing Eddie Edwards for the title. Unsuccessful. Unsuccessful, but, but it was a good match. Yeah, I mean, I like Myers. Myers, you know. Yeah. He's definitely major talent there. Um, I see what you did there. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Uh, the other major brother was not on TV. In, in the uh, You know, so on the opposite. Yeah, he was network. on last week, but not this week. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think he's on like a very – he's on like a – Ten show or like a limited show appearance thing, and I guess depending on how that goes, they'll figure out whether or not they'll sign they want to sign him or not. Yeah. Right, well, right. Um, so. our our boy Shug seems to have finished up his commitment with them for the time being. Pineapple mm-hmm. Pete, um, seemingly made his uh made his farewell to the AEW. Kind of by you know on giving the piece out and um, returning back to Indies this week um, as he's going back to Pro South or I think Pro South. Um, so Pineapple Pete may be gone for a while, it seems, but uh, you know Suge is is back in the game. Yeah. Um. So I, another thought I had. Uh, Quickly, I know we sort of briefly talked, mentioned Ring of Honor, but uh, they're going to be taping uh, shows. Yeah, this month. coming back up again. Uh, yeah, yeah so they're, they're coming back. They've been uh, doing believe... like best of shows for the last right, several weeks. A lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I, I don't know if it's going to or not. Um, I, I don't believe they're going to happen. I don't. Yeah. I hadn't read specifically if it was or not. They just said they were going to be taping television. Yeah. Well, they're, they're doing this in Maryland, and I believe uh, Maryland's still under strict restrictions. Gotcha. Uh, you know, and I think anywhere near DC, really, they they're good to know. Probably, correct, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no fans, only uh, essential production will be there. Um, so uh, that, that's at least good to know that they're they're coming back, and you know, I know they they resigned uh, Bandido. I feel I, I I believe over the uh, okay the spring, so he stayed there longer. Uh, and yeah, so that'll be uh, that'll be cool to see what happens there. I'll, I'll look for. I think I'll I'll watch it in return. Yeah, but bring Warner coming back. Um, now uh, NXT. Uh, NXT. We, we, we're we're leading towards NXT Takeover Triple X. Um, yes. You know, okay, so we know Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai, Adam Cole yep. versus Pat McAfee is a thing. Now Ugh. it's official, Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross uh, for the yep. NXT Championship after uh, Cross uh, dismantled the governor uh, on this week's Sadly. End, uh, this week's show. Uh, but Keith Lee uh, came out and uh, almost paid for for coming out. 
almost being blinded by that fire on the contract. That was a neat trick. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then we had Cameron Grimes uh, pin Kushida uh, to, uh, to earn his spot at the, in the uh, ladder match for the NXT North American Not Championship. Not any of us predicted at all. I think no, we, were, all. we were both talking – about Kushida winning and, and how he would do so well in the ladder match, et cetera, et cetera. And here Kushida yeah. is the one who gets pinned. So that means Kushida is not even eligible for that second chance match. No, he's not. And which was kind of crazy because uh, I thought that, you know, they were going to do uh, a thing with, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, well, you know, because they had like that a mystery opponent, which ended up being the Velvet Team Dream. More on him in a no. second. Uh, but you know, usually when there's a to be determined person, we will say they're gonna win. But I mean, yeah. you have Kashida on your roster. How do you pick? How are you just Kushida? flummaging around with Kashida? Yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh, Yep, not Kushida. He doesn't get. Maybe he's. Maybe he's. Uh, he's. Being he's got. He's just waiting for fish to thing. fry. Yeah, he's waiting for oh, that hey, junior. They, they, that you know, he might title. move up straight to the. Uh, straight to the main roster. Maybe he yes. to the I mean, that's always possible. Yeah. I mean, look. Can you imagine Kushida versus AJ Styles or yeah. Daniel Bryan? Yeah. I mean, I'm salivating for those matches right there. Yeah. So yeah, they better get on it because you know, uh, Daniel Bryan just had a baby boy, and yep, another know, baby, another Bryan. Those, another uh, Bryan. yeah, those, uh, th- those and years, those, are, you know, they're yep, they're they're, yep. they're only getting shorter. I mean, I think eventually, I, I think that the Bryan he could have stayed retired, but he wanted to come back and end his career on his own terms. I yeah. do not. I would not be surprised if he did not, um, if he if he didn't if he chose to officially retire, like, like not resign his next deal. Yeah, I, I think he'll yeah. still stay with the company in some fashion, uh, but I definitely he's working think creative that, now. Yeah, um, but I definitely do think that his days are definitely numbered. Not because he needs to, but I think he wants to. I mean. It, you know he's got a family, and you know he, they've they they got plenty of money. You know yeah. the birdie B, that birdie B money is going to keep him well taken care of for a long time. And they're yeah. very uh, they're very meager. You know they're not. Yeah. I mean, like they don't really they're not really all about living the high lives. They're they're no, one no, of no, self sustain no. and all that. Yeah, stuff. and they're vegan. You know how much money you save on not buying meat? I know, right? I mean, if that doesn't help the budget, I don't know what does. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah. Kushida to the main roster, please. Uh, I'll take two of those. Um, yeah, so we got Bronson Reed versus Damien Priest versus Cameron Grimes versus the winner of Gargano, Holland, Balor, and the Velveteen Dream. Um, was it only four? Is there only going to be four people in a ladder match? No. So I don't think they announced another match for next week. 
Not I think they haven't. Not yet. Yeah, um, I haven't heard of it. I, I cannot remember. But uh, uh, they have. Yeah. I don't think they announced something for next week just yet. They did. They did announce matches which I did not pay attention to, because that's just what I do, uh, or don't. But yeah, no, I did not. Um, I, I I don't know. That'll be surprising. Four men, uh, battle royal there. Uh, I mean ladder match, battle royal. That'll be even worse. Uh, yeah, no, man. We'll see. Hey, anything can happen, right? You know, we're talking about surprise. Yes. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so that that's so far Triple X, and uh, I, I imagine we're gonna see. Uh, I guess they did tease um, Escobar and and Swerve uh, on the on the show as well. So. We could possibly see that happen as well on uh, NXT Triple X. Because yeah. you know, he came out and, you know, you know helped uh, uh, Tyler Breeze after he was getting beat up by the legacy of the Phantom or the yeah. Ghost or whatever they call yeah. it. These days. Uh, but yeah. I don't know. I, I'm up for it. I, I like how they've been building up uh, Isaiah Scott. Yeah, this I mean him and house. him and yeah. him and yeah. uh, Escobar could be a really fun match. I mean, yeah. it's it's it they, has all the makings they, to be a good fun. They, exciting they, match. Didn't, didn't they wrestle each other in another world? Probably. I don't really remember specifically if they did, but they pro- more than likely they did. I can't make specific if they did one-on-one or not, but another world, another lifetime ago. Yeah, once upon a time in an underground. Yeah. Maybe. I, I, I cannot remember that far. Um... I mean, they they did have a few battle royals. They might have been in the same one. That's what I'm saying. They've been in the. They probably fought together or against each other in multi man matches and six man matches or what have you. But I don't know if they ever had like a one on one match. No. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, they, they they yeah they probably have, but nonetheless. Uh, okay, uh, SummerSlam. Uh, boy, we're so, still so leading to SummerSlam. Um, Street Profits versus Andrade and Garza. That's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, what, one week away from Sunday? Yep, a week from Sunday. Uh, McIntyre versus Randy Orton. Apollo Cruz versus MVP. Rollins versus Dominic. Uh... Oscar versus Sasha Banks. Uh, Oscar mm-hmm. defeated uh, Sasha uh, defeated. in a non-title match, or yeah, defeated mm-hmm. Bailey in the non-title defeated match Bailey. to beat Sasha. They're interchangeable. Um, yeah, uh, and Bailey's going to be wrestling the winner of the uh, battle royal. They're going to have a multi-brand battle royal, and uh, Braun versus the Fiend. Finally, we get the Fiend. 
um, yeah. uh, at SummerSlam. Uh, you know, he's messing with the guys one too many times. I just, uh, I don't know, man. I just don't know what to say. About the Fiend and, Bra- and Braun? No, and uh, Alexa. We're just, man. Uh, wasn't she supposed to talk this week or something? Uh, she's going to, but, you know, can she really talk after he put his disgusting fingers up on her throat? I mean, we'll see. She's probably too much, too traumatizing for even a goddess. She yeah. yeah. I would think but a yeah. goddess could absorb trauma fairly well. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. Um... Yeah, so I can't. I can't think of anything else that that's of consequence that we could be having in the show. Uh, all title matches except for Rollins versus Mysterio. Um, yeah. Okay. The, so the Mysterio Junior Junior. Yeah. Um, uh, we continue to see great matches. El Hijo de Rey Mysterio Junior. El Hijo de Rey Mysterio Junior. Mysterio Junior the third. Yeah, there you go. If only yeah, Ray's father him. was alive to see this. You could call him D. It was technically his uncle that was Ray. That was the original Ray. You know what? Maybe that's what they had to let go Ethan Carter because they, they, they were going to have DM3. They couldn't yeah. have EC3. And they couldn't have him, a Ray Mysterio III and an EC3. Yeah. 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 Well, it wouldn't be Ray Mysterio III because Dominic is Eddie's kid. The only, it's just. He, he lost custody of Dominic through a ladder match, like all custody and battles. And then he died. And then he didn't have custody anymore. He couldn't yes. bear to live oh. without his son. Oh, jeez. Uh, custody reversed back. You know, uh, what did they say about um, uh, possession is uh, nine tenths of the law? Yeah. So, who has Dominic? Nope. Right. Technically, yeah, nobody because so, he's an adult. Yeah, we're gonna call him <laughs> DM3. I like that. Um, well, he wasn't back then. Um, all right, so yeah, no, um, so he could have been an adult. I, I, I gotta think they gonna do something with AJ. AJ's gotta be in the show somehow. Uh, you know, I would you yeah. would think so, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. He was yeah. still dead since the Undertaker buried him alive. No, no, he came back. He came back for gave his, alive. Gave him the bone or whatever. You know, went, went to uh, run the show that he did before and became Intercontinental Champion. That's true. I'm sure yeah. we'll get him and that barefoot idiot. No, no, I, I don't think we're I think we're done with that. Good. Maybe send that barefoot idiot back to Evolve. Listen, listen, listen. Come on, okay? You don't see me. There is no Evolve you know, left. Evolve okay. like, oh, oh, yeah. Evolve is dead. Speaking of, no, um, it's not, but we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Getting ahead of my notes here. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else that uh, that may be of consequence. But, you know, wow, Daniel Bryan not on the show either. That's also... Uh, Surprising. Um, yeah, I think he's doing more backstage right now, honestly, because yeah. he's part of the creative team, from what I understand. And uh, where, uh, where are the uh, SmackDown Tag Team Champions? Cesaro and Shinsuke—they wrestled last week. Yeah, but 
I will figure they. I think I feel like they need new challengers. The it's new day is gone. Out, so. The Usos are gone. Yeah. Uh... Oh, that's probably what we can see. We, we might see Brian and uh, and Gulak team up in a challenge. Versus, yeah, that'd be a wonderful tag team match. I'm sure we're yeah. gonna get um, Miz and Morrison and Sonya versus uh, Heavy Machinery and Mandy. Oh. oh yeah, we could see them. Yeah, uh, I, I try to forget about uh, that whole thing. Yep, that's gonna be a Listen, barn burner. I'll let Miss Morrison and run away with with another Grammy uh, award winning song. I don't want to hear it. Uh, but yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, oh. now you know Raw was the usually was the usual thing. You know, yep. everybody. It's basically the, the the same same thing that happens every week. But man, the underground, come on! Mm. That was the three women. Come on now. That's just Dude. what she does on a normal Tuesday. Right. That was her beating up the dancers from last week. She tried to take on those three dancers uh, last day, week. But... She beat the crap out of them. Look, we we, we talked about this, all right? We 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 talked about Shayna Baszler. We talked about if anybody should be in the underground, it should be Shayna Baszler. We got just that. We got exactly what we wanted to see. But can we get we Nia broke, in the underground too? And but face we Shana? broke the first. But we broke the first two rules of of Raw Underground. The first rule of Raw Underground is you do not talk about Raw Underground. Second rule of Raw Underground is you do not talk about Raw Underground. And we broke both of those rules. So well, you know what? Rules are like you know bones; they're meant to be broken. Uh, Dabakato, man, that guy's huge. What's his name? Dabakato. Yeah, he's big. I just know Um, Babatunde. Yeah, and uh, Riddick Moss looked good for the first time in his life. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Accurate. Uh, Yeah. So. I liked it. it. It was definitely a step up, in my opinion. Now, knowing what we were to expect, right? The first week, it, it, it was an unadvertised kind of what is going on, right? Um, it's like, did Vince McMahon, like, is he, like, taking any additional drugs that he's not supposed to? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, no, uh, I, I enjoyed week two. So much better. Um, you still not convinced, Eddie? Uh, I mean, I'm not really super convinced. No, like it's still, it still seems too flashy. To like, I know it's still a work. So that's the biggest problem. Is is like with the brawl for all and stuff like that. And you 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 know UWFI was. Um, they did better at suspending your disbelief, but like, folks are still like slapping their leg and all this stuff. Brawl for it's all just, was completely legit. I know, I know it was, hey, and that's look, what made it awesome. It, yeah, look, as much as as literally did hate the both brawl for all, uh, the 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 fact that it was it was not predetermined and. People were getting quickly. I mean, I don't wish injured anybody, but the fact that you but know, they were getting, were getting knocked out, and, out, 
cold. They were getting legit effed up. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, that level of of unexpected, you know, led Mm -hmm. you led to some excitement. Same UWFI was still it was still shoot work, but they still did a good job of you know finishes coming quickly, etc. This was still like it was still a wrestling match. They just didn't they they just removed it was like a stipulation wrestling match. It's like when Kurt Angle and and Samoa Joe had their matches that were um you know the shoot in the cage etc. Like it was still a wrestling match. It was still a pro wrestling match. It wasn't that different. They just grappled more and it, and it's somewhat sloppily sometimes compared to what you would see in a in a shoot fight. Yeah. So I'm. Um, it's, it's okay. It's not great. It's not the worst ever. We've seen the worst ever. It's called the Divas Division, and um, we'll talk that, about that more in our main event. Yeah, is that how you really feel? Uh, but yeah. And just so I don't know if you guys knew this, but uh, one of the guys, uh, the guy that was getting beat up, um, was a second generation wrestler, Cal Bloom, son of Wayne Bloom, was one yep. of the uh, the hmm. enhancements um, talents out there. Um, no clue who anybody else was, but yeah, that I've, I've seen Cal Bloom there here and there, but uh. Yeah, so interesting. I know the blonde I know that girl Wayne that Bloom, Shayna beat up, but you know her from where? She's she's just a developmental talent. Um, I think she's from one of the like Gladiator Games or some of that stuff. She she never wrestled before. I can't even remember her name right now. Okay, uh, but I've, I've seen her before. Not helpful if you can't remember Sorry. her name or what she yeah, is. Yeah, you kind of you, you, you kind of have to say her name if you don't. You kind of have you, to like really? cite your sources yeah. and stuff, dude. Yeah. Uh, so they they were Sofia Castillo and Marina Tucker. Marina Tucker, yeah, that's her name. Marina Tucker, we've seen wrestle. She's um she wrestled at Roar. She's the one who's the she's the Regina Georgia professional wrestling. We've seen her wrestle in the last few months. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, she was there. She was in the tournament for the Roar Championship. She got. She fought Danny Jordan in a one-on-one match, or was supposed to, and then the show was canceled. It was kind of hard to see who it was because you know, her face was covered by, you know. Basler's fists, fists, so Baylor's fists, yeah. And between that and the long hair, you know, I don't know. I mean, oh, I mean, no offense to blondes out there, but they a lot of them look alike. All white people look alike. I get it. I get it. So, uh, yeah. So, how long until we get Shayna versus Dabo? Let's hope not. Oh, apparently, one of the rules of Raw Underground. Is no so intergender. Uh, okay. So boo. Well, you know, so that's fine. You're not supposed to talk about it. No intergender. Okay. Right. So you're not supposed to talk about it. Talking about it rules. Yeah. Well, let, let's let's move on to uh, to another another topic that it's uh, well, this is one I wish I didn't have to talk about. Uh, 
Uh, but today, not today, this week, we lost. Uh, we lost a giant, a Ugandan giant uh, in the world of professional wrestling, as uh, Kamala um, a par- passed away uh, from cardiac arrest. Arrest. English, not my first language. Um, but yeah, uh, we we lost him. Unfortunately, he is he's gone, and of course, they find a way to eventually blame it on COVID nineteen uh, because that's just the thing to do. Um, but yeah, Kamala, uh, I, I will always remember him for just for his stint uh, in uh, in the WWF. E, uh, especially uh, with his uh, in the ninety early nineties when he was uh, when he feuded with uh, the Undertaker. Uh, if I don't, if I'm not incorrect, had a SummerSlam, wasn't it? I think he so. was the Undertaker. Mm, I don't remember yeah. off the top of my head. I, I don't think it was ninety two. I think it might have been ninety three. I'm googling. I have ninety two. I can't remember. Could have been Googling. Yeah, Google let us know it was ninety two ninety three, but it was one of those two years. Uh, but yeah, I mean but Kamala, he was everywhere. I mean, he was in Continental Wrestling uh when I was born. Uh but he was all you know, I mean you if there was a promotion out there, you name it, he was on the mid south, world class, all Japan. Uh, I don't think he was in Japan, but he was even in Canada. Um, uh, he, oh yeah, how can I forget? He joined WCW as part of the uh, Dungeon of Doom. Um, yeah, that 93, too. Or 92, I'm sorry. 92, okay. okay. So they, you were right. Uh, but yeah, so... Uh, a gentle giant, somebody who, uh, you know, I always hear people talk about how sweet of a guy he was and how a nice guy he was. Um, uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, due to diabetes and whatnot, eventually lost both his legs. Uh, but, yeah, I think uh, – didn't he even make an appearance at an Impact or, well, TNA? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. At one point? He worked TNA. I think it was some kind of Slammiversary uh, legend. It was like a deal. mystery opponent type match or something. Wasn't oh, it? that too, yeah. And then he was like, I think he came in as like a, a legend one time during like a Slammiversary. Um, I'm actually looking to see. Um, wow. He I appeared at Slammiversary in June 2008 as a guest at Jay Lethal and SoCal's wedding. Okay. Apparently yeah. he wrestled Ryan Danielson at Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah, for the Ring of Honor Championship. Is this he this did? Real yeah. Honor. Wow, Kamala wrestled Ryan Danielson for the Ring of Honor Championship. That's uh, not a match I ever thought I would. I, I would have thought I could see. I want to find that match. I need. It to was see at an NWA match. event. Okay. Oh, bless the National Wrestling Alliance. Because um, that stuff will probably be on YouTube a little easier. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, Kamala, I, I thought was really a, a very special character. 
that, you know, for the time, you know, he was, you know, just, uh, he, in that game, I mean, he was definitely a be- a believable. I mean, uh, you know, if I had run into James Harris, uh, you know, without the makeup, you know, just wearing regular clothes and he talked to me, no way would I ever say you are Kamala because they were totally opposites uh, between, you know, Jim Harris, the person, and Kamala, the character. But, uh, yeah, a, a big loss in the world of professional wrestling this mm-hmm. week. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he did so much across so many um, – promotions you know i mean you kind of mentioned some of them but he was kind of one of those uh one of those people who was just an attraction to go see because he was so large and he played the character so larger than life that before he got signed to wwf you know he was he was one of those guys who when you saw his name on your bill as like the Ugandan giant, you were like, holy crap, I got to go check this guy out. You know, like this is weird. This is a weird attraction kind of wrestler. Um, right. That I have to go see in person. Um, because, you know, at the time there was, you didn't have wrestling on television as regularly. And um, it was, you know, it was magazines and it was in person pretty much was the way you saw wrestling. So, um he definitely did a lot and he made a lot of money in his time. And, uh, unfortunately he fell on a little harder times over the last several years. Um, you know, with diabetes as well as, um, there was, I remember a few, several years ago, there was a petition where people were trying to help him save his home because he was going to get his home foreclosed on. Um, so, you know, unfortunately he kind of fell on some hard times the last several years, but, he was definitely a large in life personality in the world of professional wrestling, and uh, he's definitely going to be missed. Yeah, um, I didn't really get the luxury of ever watching Kamala. Um, by the time I started watching, uh, he had already passed his um, WWF days. No, I was, I was um, say you say you want to pass them like this. You uh, no, like he'd already passed. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say past his prime, but if he was wrestling Brian Danielson in 2005, I guess technically he didn't. Um, but I was, but yeah, I, I didn't really get to watch much of his stuff. Everything that I've seen has been, you know, old DVDs and all that. And um, I think even with the Ugandan giant moniker, um, you could tell that there was a kind soul behind the face paint. Um, he he just he just looked kind and from from what I understand Kamala was one of the good ones uh, in the business and it, it's it's a shame that he didn't get his chance to um, to be inducted in the Hall of Fame. Um, I, I assume he will be now because that's just how WWE does things, which makes no sense. But but whatever. Um, yeah, it's it's. It's sad. I, I hate when we lose uh, anyone from from the sport that you know I love. It's it's just it's sad. Yeah, uh, it definitely is. But yeah, uh, but hey, we we got a Kamala versus uh, Brian Danielson match, and uh, that to me it sounds like a wild thing in twenty twenty. We should find that and uh, watch it. But 
Pat- Patrick has already found that. You should so, link that up. So don't, you, don't, you, don't you worry. I'm not, I, I am a ninja on yes, my keyboard. Brian's uh, wearing purple top. Uh, oh, God. Uh, Liberty States Wrestling. There's, it, it, it looks like there's only like 10 people With in the crowd. With special guest hey, referee Prince Nana. <laughs> oh, this is gonna this is gonna be fantastic! I cannot wait to watch this. You know what? Uh, part of me is like, let's just scrap our plans and talk about this match as we're watching it together. How about this? Let's save this match. Let's watch this match together Ooh. next week, as it's happening, and we can just talk about it. Okay, I'm, I'm game with okay. that. Honestly, okay, yeah. okay, let's do that because because we right. can have a lot. I th- I think. I think if any match is gonna get that, let's just give this match that. Let's just uh, um, let, let's take it. I don't think there's gonna be a lot going on next week. We'll make our predictions for SummerSlam and NXT Takeover Triple X. Uh, but I think yeah, I think we can give 23 plus minutes of time to this match and just uh, yeah, that that'll be interesting. Uh, but yeah, alas, why we are here, the main event of our evening, SummerSlam. 2013, and another one that's actually uh, headlined by uh, his truly uh, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan. Uh, man, 2013 was uh, a fun year in, in the world of professional wrestling. Um, you know, we had Brock Lesnar uh, back. Uh, you know, we had... You know the uh, John Cena sucks chance to the maximum. I think you know at this point people were throwing up John Cena. They were so tired of him. Um, uh, you know CM Punk was putting out great matches. Uh, you know and uh, the game was starting to become. You know really we started to see the transition of the game more into and more into you know. Uh, you know who he is now, uh, as you know, as the corporate, uh, corporate H, as, as I like to call him. Uh, Alberto Del Rio, uh, on top of his game after returning and not being uh, champion here, and yeah, uh, and, and Daniel Bryan, uh, 2013 was a big year for Bryan because you know really. Uh, this was the year that the fans were 100% behind him uh, in every way. Uh, and the, the fans wanted Daniel Bryan. They wanted him so bad. I mean, we remember that Royal Rumble uh, and uh, and how crazy that was in, in 2013. Um, and then, of course, uh, we also had the year that we were introduced to Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt was brought to the WWE Universe here uh, as he made his uh, re- you know, his official WWE debut, wrestling debut here at, at SummerSlam, but 2013 is so when we, you know, Husky Harris was no more. And, and here comes Bray Wyatt. Which leads us to 2013. And uh, the Shield is on the pre-show. That that's kind of crazy to say. Yeah, Seven they were still starting later. out. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but 
I'm, I'm going to just first before we get started with the first match, Eric, you chose this show. I did. Tell tell us why. Uh, so I this is one SummerSlam that I have uh, very big memories of. Uh, I remember that me, uh, my girlfriend at the time, and uh, Eddie went to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch this. Uh, this was just slightly before the network. So instead of paying, you know, $70 on pay-per-view, hold on one second, guys. Um, I'm so excited. He needed a moment. No, I'm trying to avoid having to take my dog to the vet because he keeps chewing himself. Um Buffalo Wild Wings. So, yeah, instead of paying yeah. $60, $60 for a pay-per-view, we would go eat wings and, you know, hang out and watch watch the show. For, I'd say free, but we'd still, you know, pay money. You pay a them. bunch at yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. I, I but now I watch it on the network and then still go buy Buffalo Wild Wings. So it doesn't really matter. Um, there you go. But I, I distinctly remember this pay-per-view um, uh, just for the ending, which we'll get to. And... Yeah. To me, and I, and I have a story to go along with that. Um, to me, this was Brock Lesnar's best match um, since returning, and probably even since. Uh, I, I I don't know if it was the fact that um, Lesnar and Punk were both Heyman guys, so so Lesnar actually wanted to do more with Punk, um, but. To me, he just actually put on a good match instead of just suplex, suplex, F5, suplex, F5, 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 suplex, pin. Um, yeah, and, and it's just one of my favorite SummerSlams. I've watched it multiple times. It's got a lot of good content, and yeah. All right, well, let's go ahead and get started with the Ring of Fire match, a tribute to Johnny Cash. Um <laughs> Ray Wyatt uh, defeats Kane. Uh, well, we thought it was going to be an impossible situation uh, because the Wyatt family could not do anything to interfere. Uh, they find a way uh, simply just bring a blanket. Bring a blanket to work day, and all will be good in the world. They uh, took course- the blanket from the firefighters. Yep, That's why the blanket didn't catch fire. Yeah, it was, it's it was part of the firefighters. It, yeah, it was, it was, it was a, it was a gimmick blanket. Uh, there you, that, go. you know, yeah, but uh, yeah, Bray Wyatt. Uh, even he, even then, I like, I still just, I, I never really cared about the character himself. Just, uh, I would have been okay if he had been manager, and the, and then we had uh, Harper and Rowan wrestling. Or well, less. that would have been a disappointment. We get that. Um, but yeah, Bray uh, Bray defeated Kane. Uh, people, of course, chanting for Undertaker, uh, Undertaker, Undertaker. They, they, of course, did not get the Undertaker. Uh, no, although that that would have been pretty darn either. red. Um, not yet. At but least. yeah, not yet. Not yet. Uh, we we eventually got that. We, we got that in Atlantic. You guys believe that? That was awesome. Mm. I was there. I, I was there. 
a, a lot of people that were not there due to you know the the threats from ISIS. But... That was a wild couple of hours. That was man. a weird oh. show. Yeah, yeah. Because we, because yeah, it was also me, Eddie, and my ex girlfriend. We debated on whether or not we wanted to go because of the ISIS threat. I, I, I had no question. I'm like, I'm going. Oh, no, I, I had zero doubts. It was them that was yeah. like, I don't know. I was like, well, y'all do that. I spent $500 to get a fucking chair. I'm going to this pay-per-view. <laughs> and give me your tickets. I'm taking your chair. Yeah, give me your tickets. I'm getting your chair as well. I'm um, scalping these tickets, taking the chairs. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so it was uh, definitely uh, interesting, but we're not gonna talk about that because we can just ramble on and on. Um, so yeah, that was a good, uh, good match, uh, short match. Uh, but yeah, the Bray train was in full effect. Uh, I don't think people had gone crazy yet with the whole light of the phones yet. Nope. We weren't there yeah. just yet. Because uh, this was the there. first match he'd had, so yeah. this was like nobody knew yeah. what his entrance was going to be like exactly. Yeah, but you still see him, you know, lighting up the candle. And I miss that. The, the, the torch, yeah. The, the, yeah, yeah. And yeah. The song, the song was so yeah. good. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah I like his old song so much better than the, the uh, re-release that they, they use now. Like, it's yeah. not bad, but just... Something that with the dark entrance was raw. Yeah, something with the dark entrance, the lantern, and just catching flies. Like it just—I don't know. It yeah. just—it felt. It spooky, did something. Man. Yeah, it was just it great. Spooky. That was the thing. It felt kind of eerie, kind of spooky, because there was like this contrast of of wholesomes in the song wasn't really creepy, and all the things kind of combined together to make something creepy. Like when, like when little kids are possessed in movies, like. It's a little kid. He's not supposed to be creepy and scary, you know. Like, it's this contrast of stuff that makes it that way. And then the fireflies just made it that much better. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I miss Bray Wyatt. So Bray, so Bray yeah. wins, and they yeah, beat Bray the crap out of Kane and drag him away afterwards. Yeah. Which they yeah. never ended. Like, they never. They never like, really like what yeah. they did with him once they what got him. What, where did they take him? Where, where did he go? What did to they the do with him? I assume. And then, like, just let him go, and he just came back, and it was okay? Yeah. yeah. They just took him to the compound, laughed at him, and then let him go. People called for an Undertaker. He wasn't coming. Uh, you know, his own – his former tag team partner from Team Hell No was there, but he he was waiting for his championship match. He wasn't going to come out. He had, bigger, he had bigger fish to fry, yeah. man. Yeah. He had more important <laughs> things to worry about. He wasn't watching the monitor. He doesn't even own a TV. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so my thing is, is why did they call it a ring of fire instead of just, you know, an inferno match, which because, is exactly what it was. was. Because it was a ring, and it, it was a wrestling ring. And because if you fire. call it a ring of fire match, you can say it's a brand new match concept. Yeah, it's totally different, <sighs> totally new and original. But if you call it an yeah. inferno match, then we've done one of those before. It's not new and fun and exciting. Boom. Yeah, this is the first ever ring of fire match. Uh huh. There you go. That's why. Lame. And the Inferno match could only end when somebody caught fire. Oh, that's that true. Was the Inferno. This was pinfall. You had to catch your. Okay. This was pinfall or submission. The Ring of Fire was meant to keep Harper and Rowan out. Okay. Okay. There we go. It was essentially a cage match, but they used the fire instead. I like that better. The Inferno it, it, match. Rules. Yeah, you, you had to. Rules. You had to actually catch somebody on fire to win. 
What if we did a Ring of Fire match with a cage? Then the cage would get really hot. True. But they don't really do escapes anymore. It's just pinfall or submission, so they don't. Well, they, they do like escape is one of the, escapes. One of the ways you can get out. You can just walk out the door, door okay. instead of instead of climbing out. But the door <laughs> would be hot as the referee's trying to handle it. It's okay. They can just walk out the door. Those Whatever. four refs and their and their tender hands. They can wear gloves. They're supposed to anyway. It's COVID. Yeah. Okay, so second match. We get Second Cody match, okay. versus Dame, Cody Rhodes versus Damian Sandow. The the falling apart of the Rhodes Scholars. Saddest yeah. day in wrestling. Um, yeah, this I, I mean, man. So has Cody Rhodes ever had a good wrestling entrance music? Yes. Yes. Oh so, yeah, yeah. This one was actually pretty decent. This was really? the tough guy smoking mirrors. Yeah, this I liked. Fucking this generic was this guy's smoking mirrors. This was after he went crazy and he had the smoking mirrors, and after he was like super duper, um, you know, pretty boy smoking mirrors. Yeah, my favorite version know. of that song was "Broken Mirrors" when it was when he when he had the mask, and it was the yeah, it was the broken, it was the black yeah. smoke and broken mirrors or whatever. Yes, that was my favorite theme of his outside of the Stardust mm-hmm. theme. Well, thankfully they kept this match short. Um, <laughs> no, I don't get. I never really got on the Damian Sandow train. I don't know why people were so about oh. him. Oh, I love the, the Damian only, Sandow. The, the only good thing about Damian Sandow was when he was impersonating other people and he wasn't himself. Oh my God, y'all are terrible. yeah. I never got on the. I never got on the Sandow yeah, train. No. Yeah, the, be, the, the yeah. The the best yeah yeah the best thing that ever happened to Sanda was the Miz. All right, sorry. Wow. So it's because it takes a certain level of uh, intellect to understand the intellectual savior of the masses, and I'm I'm sorry that you guys just didn't get it. I'm sorry. I I mean, I don't get that. Was probably the reason. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. But I mean, okay, but but in in all honesty, looking back, like Sandow was over as hell as a heel. Like, yeah, they he literally booed yeah. the crap out of him. And well, I don't know. Crap out of Xbox too, though. Come on. Yeah, man. but Xbox was, hey, we want you to go away. Damien's well, was in, in theory. The good heel heat is to get you to go away because they want to see whoever comes out next. Beat the crap out of you and make you go away. Well, then why that's do they what, consider X Pac Heat bad? Fans do, not actual people in the business do. Okay, touche. Good point. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 until he became uh, Mizdow and then he started pushing other wrestlers, and that's where he really got over with the crowd. I just, I, I don't know. At that point, he was, he was probably the hottest heel in wrestling. Dickie Guerrero was up there in the booth, okay? Uh, well, you know. Saying excuse me and still getting booze, and she was in the announcer's True. booth. She was the GM, so. But, yeah. but I digress. Sandow was super over as a heel. I don't. I never understood why they didn't let him successfully cash that money in the bank yet. I, even if I it mean, was just... He, 
he beat the utter tar to John Cena, and John Cena still just like no sold. Like he after beat Cena had like yeah, and ripped after his arm had... apart and all this, and then he's still able to like yeah, un, he's still able to give him the AA with like one arm. Well, and, he like, had had like a twenty five minute match with Del Rio, and Del Rio like cranked that cross arm breaker ridiculously, yeah. and then Sandow's like, "Hey, I'm challenging you," and Cena's like, "LOL, AA, call it a day. See ya." Yeah, yeah. Well. Yeah, that's yeah, Cena. I mean, he made Cena history. He, he, became, he became the second wrestler. Yeah, yeah. John Cena was Cena. the first one to unsuccessfully cash, though. Yeah, because yeah, that makes you feel any better because it, it went does. to a double pin. Because he couldn't beat Punk. Yeah, there you go. See, Punk was um, Cena's kryptonite uh, until he beat him at Night of Champion. Cody, Cody, Cody Rhodes successfully defeated things. Cody wins. Shortish still, match. Still holds yeah. dear to his his uh, briefcase. Uh, next up, uh, we get a, the World Heavyweight Championship. Alberto Del Rio defeats Christian. Uh, man, Fun match. Uh, I liked it. I really absolutely. liked this match. You know, I, I, I really enjoyed Christian's uh, you know World Heavyweight Title. Chase yeah. and run that period of time when he was involved in that in the main event here for the world heavyweight championship was really good. I think that that if any, I mean, I think he already had a a Hall of Fame career, but I think mm-hmm. I think there was still just something missing for him, even after going to, to TNA and winning the uh championship there. I feel like there was still something really. I, I think he needed a a successful singles run, and I think that this right here cemented uh, that he is a Hall of Famer and one of the best ever. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I he he he. I think he needed maybe to prove it to himself and anybody, right? That that he he's not just second tier to Edge. Um, yeah. So let let me ask you this because I couldn't. For the life of me, it was bugging the shit out of me while I was watching this match. Was okay. this before or after he had won the title? This was after. That's what I thought because he won the had, title after Christian Edge had won. Christian had won the belt. They mentioned that Christian had won the belt twice already, and that if he beat Del Rio, it'd be the third time he wins it. The second time he beat Del Rio for it, and, and then the first, the first time, time he won the ladder match. Yeah, was the ladder match against Del Rio, and then lost it in like. Two days, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Orton or whomever, yeah. But it was yeah. it was against Del Rio that he lost the ladder match or won the ladder match to win the belt the first time. Okay, see, I had settled on it was before. I just for some reason I was like, no, maybe because because they had mentioned that Del Rio had beaten Dolph for the title, and I was like, okay, so we haven't gotten there yet. But no, we had it just jumped around a lot. Yeah, yeah my that that world heavyweight title in. 12 to 14 was passed around like nobody's business. Um, yeah. Christian is one of those guys that, so this may be a controversial take. I, I consider him more TNA than WWE. You would. Even though he was only in TNA for like two years. TNA made him a bigger star than WWE ever did. But then he came back to WWE and was a big, mm. and basically built off yeah. what he did in TNA. But yeah, but they they and still became a treated bigger star him because of it. Uh, they still treated him still as edges you're not brother, Edge. Basically. Yeah, yeah. And and T, when he debuted in TNA, it was a big freaking deal. They yeah. hyped him. 
he won that world title and like legitimately they made Christian a star in TNA and not just like a lackey. And I, and I get it. He had only like a three, four year run there, but it, it's, it's weird to think of, but those guys like, like Christian, I, I consider a TNA guy because they made, you know, they made him and, and, and a top level guy. Yeah. And, and it's crazy to me. Cause if you think about it, Kurt Angle's technically a TNA guy. Angle was in TNA more than WWE. But WWE made him a star. Yeah, WWE made him a star. Because he was in WWE from... Huge get when he went there. He was WWE from 98 to like 05 or something. 05, and then from 05 to like 16 or 17, he was in in TNA. Yeah, wow. It's crazy to think about, right? The Dudleys had a longer mm. run in TNA than they did in WWE. Thanks to the old Aces and Aids, baby. Oh, Jesus. You mean Retribution? I mean Aces and Five Eights. <laughs> is your joke there? That's still the best meme I have seen this week. Aces and Five yeah. Eights. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, look, there's a reason why I'm, 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 I'm holding, talking about uh, Retribution right now. Uh, because What's wrong? You don't like Tommaso Ciampa? Uh, wait, you know, watch. Well, no, the good Lou Gallus is not here. Otherwise, I was going to say it was going to be traditional. Going to call everybody um, nerds. Um, no. Okay, let's just skip it. The next match is the Total yeah, Divas no, match, baby. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, no, wait, wait. no. How, how, how they, you know, we spent this whole entire, entire time talking about Christian. Uh, but come on, put some name, respect on his name because his name is Alberto Del Rio. Why you would know, we put respect like on his name when all but, he likes to do is beat women? Okay, that's a real name. That's a real person. But look at the character here, okay? Come down. This uh, is before he did that. Um, I forgot I how good Del Rio actually was. He Dude. is so good. He still that is. step up in Zaguri in the corner is one of my favorite moves that he's ever that yes. he ever does. And it's, it's so, so beautiful. Smooth. Every single time it's so smooth. It's so good. I love it a good in Zaguri. I love a step up in Zaguri. And then he hits that one and it's just perfect every single time. Yeah. It's uh, his, his and his in ring is so smooth too. Like it, it's his transitions are fantastic. His Every move that he does in the ring has a purpose, and it's it's a shame that he couldn't stay. Uh, I don't want to say out sane. Of tr- out of trouble, basically. Yeah, stay out of trouble. because yeah. they they were looking since oh eight oh nine. Yeah. they were looking since for Eddie that Guerrero guy. Passed away. Yeah, yeah they were looking for a that new guy that they've been looking Latino for. And it would have been him. And let's be he honest, was a heavyweight. They they was talking about him coming back again this year before he became problematic again. Yeah, yeah. and, so, I, and, and we, we, they're still looking for that big Latino yeah. star. Yeah, well, I think they yeah. have it now with Andrade, but either or, him or uh, Santos. Yeah, well, I, it's, it's going to be Andrade. Think, well, yeah, I, I mean, Andrade, Mr. Is, Mr. Charlotte Flair. He's uh, he, he's got royalty all over. Uh, but I don't stick. know. Listen, <laughs> if, if they could convince Rush to to come over, which still, I I don't know. If, I I think I feel like that would be a 
a hard sell. Dog, what are you doing? Uh, but man, if Rush could come over, it's over. And you do a full ally, and you do a full Ingobernable stable in uh, WWE. Essentially, yeah. At this point, I mean, good. Kind of already had that. I mean, you know. Well, they kind of do, but they kind of don't. Yeah. I mean, you you got it covered everywhere, right? So you you have you have those Ingobernables in ROH, you have them in New Japan, you have them in um in WWE. As much as even though they won't say the words, I mean, come on, it's one of these founding members is one of your top stars. So yeah, yeah. we just talk about Tranquilo all the time. So right, mm-hmm. uh, it's on the T-shirt. His yep. T-shirt says that. So I mean, come on, it's got the fist. I got it. It's a yellow shirt. Cool. Oh. Look, uh, but yeah, Alberto Rio, man, when when booked right and would put in these type of situations, it's fantastic. I mean, he comes from wrestling royalty, uh, and you know, his father being Dos Caras, and I think uh, Mil Maskers was his uncle. Yeah, uh, uncle, yeah. yeah, so I mean, and, and he, by well, the, I mean, a great wrestler the, himself and the, a great legend the, himself. The, the big weird takeaway from this match at the end was Del Rio had been such a heel for so long. And at the end, he cuts like this babyface promo about how he's going to be the hero of the Mexican, hero of the Mexican all yeah. along. Oh, that I, was like the start of him turning face. And it's the start of like me not, I felt disconnected from it because for so long, his character had been about being, you know, aristocracy and being like, I'm above the common people. I'm so much yeah. better than you. And now he's like, I can be the idol you need and I could be the the hero you need to tell you that everything's okay when when times get tough. You know, like that felt it felt very disingenuous and I didn't I never really liked Del Rio as the good guy, as the baby yeah, face. Yeah, Del Rio was not something I was a fan of at all. Um but when Bill Ryan not a comedy man. act, this is great. He's always been great. Yeah, and I wish he he's such a fantastic heel. Like every, yeah. he's so believable. Yeah, great. Uh, all right. So now the next uh, the next match brought to you by ETV Total Divas uh, and, and Total Divas Entertainment Television. Uh, this was like yeah. still in the early stages of the. This Total is Divas the first season, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, I think sadly. it was still first or second season. It was early in the days of all these Total Divas matches when one of them represented the Total Divas and one of them represented like the WWE Divas. And thankfully, yeah. it was a short match, but the build up to it was bigger and longer than it should have been. And Eva Marie was out there, which just lets you know how terrible it was. Maria Menounos. Um, and Maria Menounos was in the pre-show talking about wrestling Eve Marie and stuff and I was like, oh goodness, that was a bad match too. But like thankfully we didn't have to sit through all of that match. But like this match was quick, thankfully. It was still a little more painful than it should have been. But Natty gets the win, makes Brie Bella tap out, and the world is right. It was no Molina versus Alicia Fox, that's for sure. That's well, hey that, that's on. Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. since since we're on the topic of Natty Kit, what the hell is with her and Lana? Like going on right now? I don't like know. They're if, just if... they're like TikTok dancing, and that's their gimmick. They're, what else can she do? Cool with the kids. They're being hip with the kids, man. 
You, you're listen, the millennial. Listen, you tell us. You get enough. You get enough followers on the social media. You you can get sponsorships to like talk about promote stuff on your social media. I think she just tried to continue to build her fan base so that she can you know make money of just promoting stuff on social media. I mean that's that's what she's, most she's earning money for two right days. now. Yeah, Lana's yeah. earning money for two right now. Okay. No. Oh no! They kicked Rusev off of Twitch, didn't they? For yeah, day. they did supposedly. For, oh, for like a day, day. okay. Yeah, for a Rusev was, day. Mm-hmm. For a Rusev day, it was not a very happy Rusev day. Saddest Rusev day. So that match was terrible, and oh yeah, it was it was Brie Bella versus Nat, and uh, next is easily one of the best. You mentioned it already. One of Brock's best matches. Um. And I want to talk about Brock Lesnar and how good his matches are, even if it's just a suplex city match, because he adds a certain air of um, he adds that attraction aspect to wrestling because he's not there all the time. Yeah, you don't get bored of his matches like Kamala in his days. If you saw Brock Lesnar on the card, you had to go, okay, I'm I, I might buy this pay per view because. Or I might watch the show because Brock is a big deal, and uh, and I think that they did so well with that because this match also was more of a feud. There was a lot more going on to it, um, you know, with with Paul Heyman turning on on CM Punk, and you know, costing him the Money in the Bank. There was that so much going on back in the day too. I was so mad about that too, and. Uh, it was just so much, so many good things, and then they beat, they both beat the ever loving hell out of each other. Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar sold for uh, Punk like it was nobody's business, and yeah. it was just, it was so, it was just such a good, well done match overall. I mean, this was my match of the night. Uh, made made up for the match that this fell. Now keep in mind, CM Punk, you know, started out the year in a very secure way, of course, because you know. He had to do he the job the for Rock, the Rock, yeah. you know. He yeah. re- many bit WrestleMania, and he felt all yep. sour. And I think that this was kind of like the whole okay, the rest of the year, let's make you feel like you are special because I mean, you are special. So you By letting Punk. Brock Lesnar beat the dog tar out of you. Well, you know, I mean, and Brock Lesnar did. Brock Lesnar beat the did. tar out of him. It was. Like did, didn't they call this one of like the two main events? Yeah, uh, this was. This was. Right? The co-main event of the evening, yeah. even though there was another match between the main events. Yeah, the, the they, they, they were money. They were multiple main events. Uh, I mean, it was a big match, and it was a great match, the best match of the show. I, I loved every single moment. Of course, the history with Punk and Heyman, and uh, yeah, let let Lesnar. You know, it's just like when Lesnar's motivated, he's got somebody he can work with. My God, let Lesnar's one of the best around. It's just when you put him against somebody like Kane or Braun or people Tyson who, Fury. yeah, oh well, uh, it's just I don't know, but man, when 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 he's in there with some of the best, you know, Brock Lesnar, sh- you know, you know, you, you you feel like you get the Brock Lesnar from ten years prior, um, and yeah, so this is fantastic match, and of course even. Uh, even Heyman getting in the action, you know, yeah. and, uh, taking the other kind of vibes. And, yeah. um, 
yeah, I, I, I thought that, yeah, the match, the match worked everywhere. I mean, this definitely, definitely ruled my, my match of the night. And uh, it could have gone longer. I wouldn't have cared. Yeah, it could have took the whole place of the Total Divas match before it, and nobody would have batted an eye. Um, and the next is... match after. Yeah, and the mixed tag match after, yeah. Unfortunately, Because that wasn't yeah. a good match either. Unfortunately, It had good yeah. people in it, but the match wasn't good. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, no, this, this is my far and away match of the night. Um, I think, to me, as... I rewatched it. Um, it just showed how valuable CM Punk was to WWE, and it still blows my mind that they let him get away, um, or or they didn't want him, or whatever. I, I don't, I don't, I don't. You know, whatever with what happened a couple months later. But it's so just, it's he, a he shame. Yeah, it's it's a shame that you know they they force his hand because six years later down the road, who knows what we could be seeing right now in WWE with 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 CM Punk. But listen, let, 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 let me Shinsuke say this. Nakamura. Okay. Listen. Daniel. He's still he, he he's he's what? He's even in his forties? Yeah. Oh he's, he's like 43, 44, I think. Okay, sure. Yeah, but, yeah he's forty one. So yeah, he's got okay. many years left. He, he still, I mean, he sucked at MMA. But you know what? Dude, Dude I, I watched both don't, fights. Don't play. He, he, okay, I'm not going to say he was great, but he still did not have Listen, the proper training. He should have never been he, in UFC. Yeah, should have never, yeah. He basically laid that on his back the whole entire, both fights, all right? Yeah. It, it, it was crazy. But okay, but listen, I thought, look. He, he can still go. If he if motivated and look, never say never. Listen, Bruno and Warrior came back, and those were two guys, especially Bruno, who I thought would never be back. All right, and they came back, and they were they embraced Vince as much as he embraced them back. Yeah. Now Bret Hart you know, came back. Yeah. Break, yeah, break, I mean that. Yeah, that's a huge one. Yeah, another that's a one. More modern one. Yeah, true. Punk's kind of throwing uh, a little bit of shade about a comeback too. Like he's so, kind of playing it yeah, up right now. Yeah. the the only The only factor that's that's different here is that there's also Triple H in the midst, where you know the Triple H relationship wasn't bad between the other guys, right? I mean. Triple H yeah. is kind of the guy who helped bring Bruno back, and you know, yeah. reached out to these guys to try to help mend fences. It wasn't, you know, but with this in this situation, the sour grapes are a lot mostly with Triple H. And I can so, promise you, if Triple H can see money, he'll bring Punk well, back. It, it won't. Well, listen, it's not about. But at the end of the day, my thing is not whether Triple H wants to bring him back. My thing is. Punk's feelings about Triple H. Yeah, because he, because whether Triple H was somebody back or not, it, it's Vince's call. And if you think and, about it, it's not yeah. really the fact that Punk needs WWE at this point. It's it's kind of the other way around. I mean, absolutely, I one hundred percent. CM Punk can spend his days 
twirling around and, and you know in Chicago and uh, watching you know hockey games uh, when when they happen. By the way, five overtimes this past week in a hockey yeah, game. Yeah, pushed my game to, five hours. It pushed my um, game to eleven o'clock in the morning yesterday, and it kind of crazy. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, it, it, I, I say never say never. I think could see a punk come back. Look, Chip, you know, literally didn't, you know, didn't uh, say it, you know, didn't try to block him from showing up on on uh, backstage, right? I mean, sure, it, it was a quote unquote Fox show, but mm. if Vince didn't want him involved, he wouldn't have been. Well, they've gone so far now as to actually name drop him on shows. Like, I've heard on Raw or SmackDown at least a couple of times them actually use the name CM Punk. Like, two or three years ago, that would have never happened. Listen, cooler hurts prevail, and five minutes with Vince McMahon and Vince McMahon will, you know, will sell you, you know, uh, will sell you eyes in your Antarctica, all right? And not um, to mention, Punk says he knows a thing or two about retribution. Oh, well, you know. Uh, who knows? Who knows? He's in that five eight uh, aces and five eights role, so I mean, hey, who knows? Look, never say never. Uh, but man, CM Punk, Brock Lesnar, fantastic match. Next up, Dolph Ziggler and Caitlin uh, defeated AJ Lee and Biggie Langston at this time. Uh, he had not dropped the the, um, the the last name yet. I miss Vicky um, Langston. Yeah, that's about the only fun thing about. Well, Crazy AJ was always nice. Crazy Lee, yeah, yeah. Like but uh, yeah, this match happened. It, I wish it hadn't. So now the mini event. Yeah. I mean, unless you guys really want to talk about this match. I love AJ. I miss AJ. Please let AJ come back. Um, uh, man, I think she's happy right now. No, she's making book, comic books. Yeah. Yeah. I miss Caitlyn too. Caitlyn won me over at WrestleCade last year. I was never a big Caitlyn fan, but and then she we sat cool. and talked to her for a few minutes, and she was super awesome. Yeah. She was super yeah. cool. So she she won me over. Yeah. Maybe next year the three of us will be at WrestleCade together because apparently that's the only show that. Danny will ever go out of town for. <laughs> well, it happens around a nice time of year when I can get away. We're all going to go to an AEW show, right? Since they're allowing fans in. Fans, fans, or um, like fans, fans. As long as you I'm know gonna, somebody, and and I'm, I'm not going. Sure. Yeah. I'm not going to Jacksonville on a Wednesday night. I know, tisk, right? Tisk. Okay. So now Anyways, main event. on to after we, we had the whole thing about the uh, the Doritos guy who took the splash from Mark Henry and <laughs> all that stuff. And then uh, then we get the match that was there just to basically promote Doritos. And no. uh, Big E, like one of those things, like why didn't people look at him right then and say, man, this guy's money. You know, like they're like I mean, he's, they big, he's enormous. They he's enormous. He's powerful, and he's fast. And like, why didn't he go shooting up the card right away? So interesting that you say that. They literally just talked about this on their podcast. Okay. Um, 
creative thought he was boring. They thought he was boring. They thought that Biggie had no personality, no charisma. The, they loved that was everything the else they gave him. Exactly, they gave him the character well, of the muscle-bound guy who was just literally there as as a muscle guy. Well, in NXT, he got the five count over, and it was yeah. he was actually very good with that. But then, um, you know, he they didn't he did, do that on the main roster. He came out with Dolph and AJ, and then that ended, and they were pretty much like, "Hey." Figure something out. Well, they told him they were like, figure something out. And he was like, well, I have the five count in NXT. And they were like, no, you need something new. I I love Big E, but even even, even if he was the uh, NXT champion, second second ever NXT champion. Yes. uh, Yes. Let's just be honest. I mean, while he's very talented, he's his FCW NXT career was. Necessarily, well, it, that, it was a very it early incarnation of the of, of the uh, yeah of the brand. So I mean, yes. that's that to it, right? But I mean, could've, watching him even have... in this match, seeing him how physically good he was mm-hmm. in the ring. What you know, he's he's huge as far as just muscular, but he's fast and he's agile. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't you try and try and try and try? To get this guy a top level roster spot, he's you know, they get, after all the countless, countless boring big buff guys who were really slow and lumbering that they did, mm-hmm. they forced down our throats. Why wouldn't you try to give somebody who, who essentially can move as fast as a cruiserweight, but be as powerful as the super heavyweight? Yep. Like yeah. you, if you're making a guy in a video game, like you give him all these attributes. He's big, big and buff. But yeah, he's pretty much Big E. He's huge, but he can still move fast and jump and fly and like do a big drop kick and and then he can pick guys up over his head and <clears> stuff. <throat> like, you know, this is this is a video game wrestler that you'd make. But he just like I, I after yeah after this this whole feud kind of fizzled out, then he just kind of disappeared for a while until the new day started up. And you know, I hate I hate to like be that guy, um, but it Don't seems like guy. it seems like Kofi's. Time off came at a really good time because I really and truly hope that the the company can get behind Big E, even if it's yeah. just for an intercontinental push. He he's you can't you can't use the word boring to describe Big E anymore because no. he is far from it. No, he's charismatic yeah. as hell. Um, they, they finally allowed him to show himself, and he's fantastic. His in-ring has only gotten better since 2013. Like, if you give him the proper tools, he could be a legitimate main event player. Yeah. Absolutely. He, he's had every, all, everything, but the thing is that he, he lacked, you know, per, the personality in Vince's eyes. Yeah. I think that the, the road with New Day, you know, changed things. And then, you know, you know the, the fact that, now, because the other guys are injured and we're in a crisis and we need bodies, I think this is the perfect time. Uh, I, and he, they're still, they can do so much with him. And, you know, it's maybe a shame that it took this long, but at least it looks like it's maybe happening. Guy's only 34 years old. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like he has lost anything. Um uh, 
And yeah, yeah, I'm all for for it. Uh, I think that he can definitely have a good uh, run for a, any title. And look, he picked up a win against the Miz. Uh, was it two weeks ago? Yep. I think uh, so. That, that that means something. Okay. I mean, you know, does it in 2020? You, does getting a win over the Miz mean something? Yes. I, I think so. Yes. I think the Miz established. I mean, look, Miz is. We, he is, about, but you know, but is he established as like a top level player in 2020? Yes. Or is he a tag team wrestler in 2020? No, it's an absolute tag team shame. Wrestlers are never top team, never top guys. No. Look, don't forget the Miss defeated John Cena at. I know, but that was a long time ago. What have you done for me lately, Miss? Forty-seven tag team wrestlers. He's done with a tag team wrestler. That's what I'm saying. Though he's a tag team wrestler. It's an absolute shame that he's the most underrated ro- wrestler on that roster because the Miz is gold, and I don't understand how look, they have it. Look, seen look, at, look at Randy Orton. You know, before before COVID, Orton, uh, you know, he was where? I no mean, where? you know, he was he was just somewhere there. He was just skating by for the last few years until he and now he's the about to become wrestler a wrestler ever. And now he's about to become a 14-time world champ. So I, I, I don't think just because you haven't done – I mean, he may not have seen, done anything of circumstance in our eyes, but The Miz is a company guy. And he, Absolutely. He, whatever, whatever they need from him, hey, you need – he's hosting some reality show for USA Network right now, or has been. They, it may have already been taped, and, uh, you know – I mean, he, you know, he's done uh, things with MTV. Like whenever they need somebody to, you know, he's always in commercials. Or I mean, and, and this and that. Sure, is he not putting out Oscar, you know, worthy movies? Absolutely not. But you, you don't, you don't know, you, you don't see him uh, struggling for work. I think I think yeah, the Miz is, is a top star no matter what he's doing right now. So I love yes, him. it does. Uh, yeah, so the main event. Let's go ahead and talk about it now. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Daniel Bryan here, of course, was writing this. You know, he had got enough team hell no, and uh, the, he had grown that beard. Now it was all about the beard, the yes movement. The beard is here. Had been born. You know, yeah, the, the 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 movement was born and strong, and man, I was part of it. I was growing my beard too. Uh, you know, same. It, it, it was it was so cool. It was just great to see the underdog, the, the smaller guy, and of course, we see how Cena started the year, right? He won the Royal Rumble, and then he wrestled The Rock, and now they have this big new shiny belt. Uh, that the Rock brought over, um, or did he bring oh, them the year before? I, I try to no, I try to for, I try to forget twenty thirteen the first half. So so yeah, so that, that that there was a lot into it, right? And well, uh, here we go. Uh, I believe if I remember correctly, John Cena was going to name his opponent for SummerSlam. He got to pick his opponent. Uh, John- Brad Maddox, general manager of Raw, Brad Maddox allowed Cena to pick his opponent, and Cena picked 
Daniel Bryan because he thought Daniel Bryan was the best untapped talent on the roster. That was I the will never game. forget that lead in. He's just like pander, Bryan. pander, pander. You're like what? the person that I choose is Daniel Bryan, and everybody's and then, like, "What?" And then Raw ended on that, and I was just like, "Oh, okay." I mean, we saw well, it coming, that, but okay. I mean, I mean that 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 show though it was crazy because the whole entire segment people were screaming for Daniel. Daniel I mean, Bryan. you know, you had you know you had you know most of the you know the 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 top guys there, and you also had Shawn Michaels, his and his protege Daniel Bryan there, um, and of course you had Trips uh, or was was Stephanie there? I can't remember. It's been a long time. Ray Mysterio. I remember it was uh, Mark Henry who raised Brian's hand at one point. That was that was segment. later in the year. That was at TLC. That was from Seattle. That's that Am was I later on the wrong one. Yeah, that was later yeah. on in the year. Oh yeah, you're getting your, well, you're getting your stuff mixed up a little. That bit. was still a, that was a great moment too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. All right, whatever. Okay. Anyways, so yeah, so John Cena here uh, selects. His opponent, Daniel Bryan. The people wanted it. The people get it. Uh, you know, this was a great match. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Big, big, big John showed up. He put his big shorts on. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I think the match is definitely uh, – uh, now that I think about it, you guys are totally right. I, I definitely had my uh, segments there messed up. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, uh, great moment. Anyways, uh, yeah, I thought that you know from the beginning, the big guy John Cena, the underdog, you know Daniel Bryan. I thought that they played it beautifully. Uh, the story that they told was great, uh, especially with J- John taking over the beginning of the match and uh, the some hesitations there. Uh, and then you skill and then for a moment there that you see them going back and forth trying to do the submissions with the STFU and then the um, uh, the cross phase. Um, I guess they're still, still calling it the LaBelle lock right now. They hadn't called it the Yes lock yet. Um, it was still LaBelle lock, yeah, I think yeah. so. Uh, yeah, and, you know, just the uh, – of course, you had Triple H as a special referee. Um, yeah, because he was going to call it right yeah. down the middle, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, and then the moment happened. Uh, I, I tweeted this earlier that, you know, this this uh, show so got you in your feels. Tell me when you got in the... it. Made, it got you in your feels. Is it got you in the feels when he won the belt? Is that what got you in your feels, Patrick? I was going to ask about that. Uh, well, so so I w- he finally won, and I, and I thought – his victory, my victory, right? The underdog, the little guy, mm-hmm. you know, the little train that, that, that could, or however that saying goes. Yeah, a little engine. I felt like, there, yeah. yeah, I felt like, yes, 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 yes. Uh, static. I, I, I went from, yes, this is, th- we, we got what we wanted. I can't believe they actually gave it to us. Until they didn't. Until they took it away, yeah. And and then and then you hear that music, and hearts. then you, you you hear voices in your head, and then um, yeah, that that it looked like he was gonna tease the 
then he lifts the key to leaving, and then he's like, "Maybe I'm coming, maybe I'm going, yeah. maybe I'm coming, maybe I'm going." Yeah. And he turns around, and then that's that's the signal. The signal triple H. Yep. Pedigree. Ring the bell. Randy didn't even have to do anything because no. he was already out from the pedigree. Randy the literally most just laid on was him. Just, was just, you know, Roll turn, him and push him turn, over. Yeah, turn him over and pin him. One, two, three. Ring the bell again. I think that the, the time that the bell rang was longer than the match itself. Um, yeah. And then those feelings of, you know, the high feeling that, yeah, we did it, you know, and then we, we were reminded. So we were reminded we once again that that we are we are nothing. We are the machine always wins. Yeah, we we are but like a speck of salt that as soon as it throws away, it cooks off. You can't even tell it's there. Um, you know, just uh, just like the, a fart in the wind. Eventually, it goes away. Uh, but yeah. It's the, the feelings just came from the highest of the high to the lowest of the low. And you just think, what is the meaning of life? If the, if the good guy never wins, never hangs on to the victory. Okay. Yeah. So looking back on it, I'm kind of glad it ended the way it did. Cause... Bullshit. Okay. But no, no, no. Hear me out. Had it not, um, we would have never got WrestleMania 30. Yeah, but at the time, we didn't care about that. At the no, time, we just saying, wanted Daniel back, to win, and it was such a beautiful thing, and then they stole it from us. Right. But I was saying, like, knowing what... But the first victory is the big one. That's the one that... That's the first... The first victory should be the biggest one. And then they fucked it over. Well, well technically, this was a second world title. No, because the world title doesn't count. This was the WWE title. This is the one. This yes. is the biggest prize in sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. This is the this belt. Is, this is baby, okay? Yep, this is the belt with the sixty-plus year lineage or whatever. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my story because it's kind of it's kind of funny. So you know, main event time. We, we all gorge ourselves on wings. We're we're ready to watch this. You know, it's the reason we all came. So we're watching. I, I I went to bar. I had barnacles. That's where I would go to watch my my wrestling. Okay, nice, yeah. nice. Um, oh, so you, you know, fish fry. So we're watching the match, and you know it ends. And at, at that point, it's all WWE fans pretty much in there. So we're all popping. You know, Brian wins. The the fans went crazy in the Buffalo Wild Wings, and um. So then all of a sudden, you know, I hear voices. And I, you just hear, like, no, no. Like, people are just screaming. Like, they, you know, mm-hmm. they can't do this. They can't do this. And, and then uh, the bell rings after the pedigree and the one, two, three. And I shit you not, people started throwing stuff at the televisions in Buffalo Wild Wings. Like, I saw Beautiful. wings flying across to hit the TV. I saw sodas fly. I saw beers fly. And I'm just – and, like, I, I'm standing up outraged. And, like, uh, like everybody's outraged at this ending. And, like, for a moment, I was like, wow, 
WWE did their damn job here because, like, we felt something and then it got ripped away and we felt something even harder after that. So that's one of the reasons I chose this. I don't know how many WWE pay-per-views outside of 30, 34 have actually made me feel something, but this was one of them. Well, there you go. That's a hell of a story. People throwing beers and throwing legit like across. I can't believe it. Buffalo Wild Wings. And the people anarchy at the at the at the wild. People got wild. The cashiers had no idea what the hell was going on either. They're like not watching the show, and they're like, "Why are people throwing things and screaming?" Yeah, like. And after that, <laughs> wrestling was banned from Wildwood. That's I it. wouldn't know. I, I d- so we we've me and Allison, who I still watch the pay per views with, we we've wondered like, do they still even show it now with the network? Like, I, I don't know. I, th- I think you still. Not, I you think still they can. might have it on, but it's not like a big thing. Yeah, it's like not you, like well, a, you still have to pay the big royalty fee. Oh, yeah. if you want to show it as an event, okay. Yeah, so I mean, because technically they still have it available for pay per view, so they have a, they, they do have a pay per view rate for restaurants and bars. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's just yeah. So that was that was my story with it. That's why I loved this SummerSlam because it legitimately made me feel. Make you scream and throw things at the TV. I did not throw anything. I just outrageously screamed, "What the fuck!" Why? How did it make you feel, Danny? I, like you, I was just so happy that Brian won, and then because I was like, "Change is coming, change is here." The my ROH guys are succeeding, and they're big deals, and it's it's a big thing, and then. Nope, Randy Orton, perennial company guy, comes in and takes the belt, and they just squash all of our hopes and dreams again and remind <laughs> us that we're idiots. And, uh, you know, WWE's always going to win and always be the best. And that was just, I was so mad. I don't, I think it was probably shortly after this that I stopped watching WWE pay per views as much. I think it was honestly, I was so mad by it. So if we were mad with Orton cashing in, just imagine had it been like Brian versus Orton and then Cena cashing in. I wonder I, I can guarantee you that somebody would have burned that stadium down that night. And yeah. not in a Seth Rollins burn it down kind of way. Yeah, I, you know I I'm just glad you know, you, you say that without this happening, then we wouldn't have gotten WrestleMania 30. But let's just remember, WrestleMania 30 led to us not having Daniel Bryan again for four, almost four years. Yeah, that's true. Right. So he nearly killed himself to get to get to WrestleMania 30, which he probably wouldn't have had to do that had he, you know, kept champ, you know, kept the championship for even a short run, even um, a few weeks or a couple months. Yeah. Right. You know, he could have possibly lost the belt at the Royal Rumble 
uh, you know, or whatever. That that would have been a thing. But I think him having some type of run would have been different. Um, but I mean, thirty was special. But yeah, and then without you know, because we got thirty, then we got thirty four, and that's a whole thing. But we wouldn't have you know, it's just a whole dynamic. Uh, was there maybe a bigger payoff by on thirty? Yes, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it were there's a lot of pluses and minuses, but the yeah, whole build uh, to WrestleMania 30 after this was just like honestly, there's a lot that WWE does wrong with building programs, but everything from Brian Brian losing here to Triple H forming the Authority to to Shawn Michaels getting involved to Brian kneeing Shawn Michaels like. The, the fans gathering in the ring, the fans well, pretty much telling yeah. you that, hey, and you took the title the from fans, him, but this is still our guy. Right. And speaking of the fans, then Connor the Crusher came in. Exactly. And you couldn't have made up a story that, that they got. I mean, uh, has WWE taken that and ran with it? And, you know, it's a great cause, and some people, you know, talk about it being like just a publicity stunt. Look, for literally maybe publicity, but they they legit do raise money for cancer awareness. It's not like it's a sham, right? Yeah. No matter what WWE's intent behind it is, maybe their intention is just to get good publicity. Good is still happening. You know, yeah. I mean, remember uh, when we went to that uh, that tailgate at, at, at before thirty? Yeah, right. All, all the money, all the proceeds, everything went to Connor's Cure. You know, and, and the Jimmy V Foundation. So no matter what people want to say about these, uh, you know, the reason for what they do for their philanthropy, it's I could care less. What the reason behind it is, good is still happening regardless. Yep. And yeah, so apparently, gonna at, hate. apparently at thirty three last year, or wait, where are we at? We're at thirty. So thirty five. Uh, thirty six just happened. Yeah. So at thirty five last year, Stephanie actually showed up at that tailgate. She did. Yes, she yeah. did. That that relationship has grown and grown, and actually, the the the, the group is called Mania Club. Yeah, uh, give it a shout out. They're uh, on, on the Facebook, and I see like they even like do like auctions tickets where you can like fans can do like Q and A's with wrestlers. I think uh, this the last one that they did, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's it's a cool group. I was gonna be part of the tailgate last not last year this year uh, when I went. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's 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 all it's all for good, you know. So yeah, I mean, people are gonna find ways to want to hate, but listen, it is what it is. I but, just yeah, I just looking back at it, just the build up to WrestleMania thirty, it was mm-hmm. worth it to me to for Brian to lose this mat or to lose the belt there just to get that WrestleMania moment yeah. because if you think about WrestleMania like moments that you end the show with you're gonna think of boyhood dream you're gonna think stone cold stone cold stone cold and then daniel bryan holding both titles as confetti falls is right there with him like 
one of the yeah. best moments in WrestleMania history came from this. I mean, him going to Connor, telling him this was for him, not to give up. Uh, that gave me the feels. Yeah. You know that I watched that twenty four special uh, that they did. Uh, Man, it was yeah. so good. It was hard to watch that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, but yeah. So show. Uh, I'm gonna give it an A. I'm gonna uh, give it yeah, a B plus, not just because it's a B plus character and the B plus player, but because. There were a couple bad matches on the show. The Divas match, the mixed tag match. You know, I could have skipped Rhodes and Sandow. Um, it's, you know, it's... Uh, so for that reason, I give it a B plus instead of an A. I would, it, no, under normal circumstances, I would probably give it a B plus as well. But just because I have fond memories of this show and and all I will probably I'd I'd give it an A. Um just just based off of Punk and Bra- uh, Brock and then the Brian Cena match and Del Rio and Christian, they were phenomenal. I just I really love this SummerSlam. It's probably if not my favorite SummerSlam, my number two SummerSlam. Yeah, there you go. Ah, well, uh, speaking of SummerSlams, uh, it was actually uh, what uh, nine years, no, nine years, 11 years ago today, or no, nine years ago today. Mathematics is not my thing. Nine years ago today that uh, Alberto Del Rio defeated CM Punk for the uh, WWE Championship. At SummerSlam, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe, was uh, as as I was trying to find my ver my specific choice for um for SummerSlam to use in this, I looked over the cards of a lot, and it seemed that at least five times that the Money in the Bank had been cashed in and won at the end yeah. of the SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, this SummerSlam, you know, after CM Punk and Cena, you know, the, the champion versus champion, uh, yeah. Triple H is also the guest referee for this one. Yeah. And then, of course, CM Punk wins and then loses to Alberto Del Rio mm-hmm. uh, when he catches in. So that was, uh, came up in my, uh, in my memories. Uh. Uh, apparently, I posted. Finally, destiny has been fulfilled. I guess uh, it was a whole. You were destiny. you were cheering for for Del Rio's destino. Well, yeah. I mean, look. I mean, I'm a Latino, and you know, he's a Latino. I mean, but like the Miz is white, but that doesn't mean I want to cheer for him all the time. <laughs> that doesn't work. There's, there's there's a lot more white wrestlers than there's Latino wrestlers, especially good. That is very true. So. To me, I don't. Wrestlers. I don't know if it's just me. Um, it's probably the last. I, I don't know the last ten SummerSlams or so. They've ninety-five percent of the time they're better than WrestleMania in terms of match quality. 
listen, we got Brock Lesnar versus Triple H as the main event of uh, SummerSlam 12. That was actually not a terrible match. That was a good match. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Really? I don't know. I, I never thought those two really mesh well together. Might like, not not my liking. But I enjoyed that match. Hey. So what are we going to do next week? Well, next week, well, we're going to talk about uh, Daniel Bryan versus Brian Danielson versus Kamala. And, well, we're going to give the Screen Queen a chance to give us a SummerSlam to watch. Um, and if not, then what we will do is we will all submit a SummerSlam and then let Random Draw select the one we watch. So it'll either be an early 90s SummerSlam or something with the two of you pick. I feel like we've done early '90s. We've done like ruthless aggressionish era. We should we should do an attitude era one. Do one of the really bad attitude era ones from like '05 or '06 when it was versus Randy Orton over and over again. Let's do '05 so we can do it right before uh, SummerSlam next, and we can do the custody of Dominic match. Oh no! You said attitude era, so yeah. Um, I was thinking more of ninety-seven, ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Yeah, no, I, I, I know. We'll see. I, we've talked a lot about ninety-seven. Yeah, uh, that's a lot of ninety-seven. Ninety-nine uh, was uh, Austin uh, Undertaker. That, that was ninety-eight. That was ninety-eight. I'm sorry. Ninety-nine was. Oh god! Forgettable. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah, ninety eight was a good one because it had a. Uh, I'm, I'm had good with ninety eight. Taker Austin, and then it had Rock and um, Triple H. Anything with that... the Rock is no. The, the Rock's gonna be all over. Hey, look, do you? Do you okay, don't, the Rock's gonna be all over okay. the stuff, and that's why I'm we don't old. all love the Rock. Calm down. Listen, listen. Okay, Danny, do you prefer the Rock versus Billy Gunn in a Kiss My Butt match, or my the Rock? Name's Billy. Or, or, or The Rock versus Triple H in a ladder match. Which, which, which is less screen time? <laughs> Rock uh, versus Billy. Billy Gunn for sure. I can speed through the part where they're kissing each other's butts and sucking <laughs> each other off or whatever they do after the match. <laughs> but, um... God, 99 was an awful SummerSlam. It can't we'll be worse than out. 94, we'll, though. We'll figure one out. We'll figure one out. We'll take some time. This two doesn't count as the attitude error. Yes. All right, because then we can get the Rock versus Triple H versus Kurt Angle. That was a fun match. Mm. No. Jerry Lawler wrestling SummerSlam two thousand. Why did Jerry Lawler wrestle? He beat Taz in four minutes. Jesus. Shane McMahon versus Steve Blackman. Shane McMahon hey, versus Taz. Spoilers. The OG uh, TLC match. Yeah, no. First ever TLC. Yeah, yeah. No. First ever one. It was, yeah, because the triangle ladder match was at Raw as it's uh, WrestleMania. Was it WrestleMania. And the first TLC was at SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll figure something out. We we'll to figure something we out in a second. One. We have time, yeah. SummerSlam, something next week. Uh, Brian Danielson versus Kamala for 
for the uh, uh, for for the ROH title and uh, our predictions for NXT Takeover Triple X and SummerSlam. Uh, and who else knows what else? Maybe we'll talk again about the underground because uh, I'm going to sell the name of this. Uh, so thanks for watching. Check it out everywhere we are. iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Podbean, Google. Check us out on the Twitter machine at uh, Danny's at, and we're at FOW Radio. Danny's on Twitter at Danny F. Danger. Uh, Eric's on Twitter at EJ423X. Don't forget about that, X. Uh, Mika's somewhere in the world, but on Twitter, she's at Mika Villas. I'm on Twitter at YellowmanPA. And until next time, keep watching wrestling.